Happy New Year's, ladies and gents, and welcome once again to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalkInc.com. I'm your host, David. I'm joined with today, Jen. Hey, guys. G is back. Yo. And guest hosting once again. What up, Leo? What's up, guys? Good morning. So this week we have, this is the second episode this week. We already brought you our best and worst of 2018 and since the golden globes are this sunday we wanted to come back and talk about some news trailers and give our golden globes predictions so before we get started i did want to make a few announcements about the future of the podcast um as you can hear lewis is not on this week's episode and he has decided to step down from the podcast to concentrate more on the back end of the website. He is our graphic designer, so he will still chime in every couple of months and come in on the podcast. And also, hopefully, crossing fingers, he brings back his Ode to Bad Real article that he brought to the website that a lot of people loved, uh, looking at some of the worst movies ever made. Uh, I we- always enjoyed reading them, at least yeah. just from an editor's point. I'm like, what is this? Mono's <laughs> Hands of Fate? Like, what what is this movie and like he would always pick the most random thing like i just would never even i've never even seen it before so um find this stuff why did you find this? yeah why did you find it why did someone think this was a good idea to be made word so yeah lou and i had a a talk and he decided it was best to step away but he does he still wants to contribute here and there to the podcast he will definitely be continued part of real talk so he's not going anywhere uh so for now the three-headed monster will be Jenny, G, and myself, and guest hosts coming in and out, which would be will be fun to get some new blood on here every now and then. And our consistent new guest hosts will be to be like no. And our consistent <laughs> guest like is still like auditioning. And our consistent guest host will be Leo because we love him so much and he's got we've gotten some great feedback on his appearances on the podcast. So he's here today for the Golden Globes. He will be back in a few months, maybe like a month or two. Uh, he's going away to live in Utah. To live in Utah. The streets of Utah. And yeah. gain seven wives. <laughs> this is true. Oh god, what's in Utah? Mormons. Oh, <laughs> Mormons. Uh, no, no disrespect to our um, our Utah listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he's going away for work, so yeah. he's going away for a month for work. So he will be back next month, and I think right around the Oscars. So mm-hmm. he'll probably be back for our our Oscar prediction show. So Lou, just to give you give you a straight shout out, we love you, we'll miss you, but we as we move on to the new season of Real Chronicles next year, we also have a few new segments that we will take in so you've noticed the last couple of maybe month or two every podcast i ask what have you what have you watched so i've decided to like give it a name so every week you're gonna call it so i decided to call it the most cliche name i could think of so we're gonna call it the weekly reel so (laughs) every week we just talk about what we watch whether it's tv whether it's movies whether it's netflix whether it's poor man's whatever everything we watched on on TV and on Netflix and in movies. Nice. Um, I also want to try something fun. A little inspiration was from something that Jenny does once a month, and I figured we should do it <laughs> what once, do a I do once a month. Uh, so <laughs> this got very. So hard. I'll keep it simple. I want to name it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna name this segment Book Club. Book Club. Oh. S- Wait, we got to read now. 
No, no. Three, this, this is the way we found out. So <laughs> this is your I'm going to give you guys a reading list. So week. I haven't decided if we're doing this every week because I know with our work schedules, it may become a little difficult. So I'm thinking of doing it every month that the listeners and the readers pick a movie for us to watch. Oh, and we talk about it on the podcast. Oh, uh, see, now I get why. Okay, so I have a I have a monthly book club with my friends, so that's where he got yes. inspired. That's a really good idea. Buy it. Thoughts, G? I we were gonna read, no, 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 I don't know. I, I don't. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. Maybe, read. maybe the closed captioning as we're watching the movie, but I hope that's about it. I love my book club, but sometimes I can barely keep up too. It's it's hard between everything. So another segment that I want to bring into the podcast next season is also. Bringing back some of our old podcasts in a way, I want to call it Gotta Get Back in Time. So with this segment, I want a monthly look back at a specific episode. So for example, let's say G... Our top 90s movies. Yeah. So we look back at that particular episode and look at what our 10 was then and we're like... Hmm, has anything changed? How will we change it? Yeah, like this will would, always be my number one. Would we, we change would we change anything? Would we agree? Will you disagree? Something along the lines to opinions change. So has ours changed. So I wanted I want to get that started too. Will your opinion on La La Land No, change? it will not. <laughs> um Damn. That passion is undying. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> She's such a hater. He almost put it on last night. Again, for like the millionth time. Mind you. He you, started humming the you. song, and I was like, no. Aww. Mind you, Jenny oh, has seen La La Land with me twice. No, that's it. that's false. I've that's not again. false. I've yes. seen that movie many times well, by myself. Well, you make me feel like I've watched it over and over again. <laughs> no, dude. I walk, I, walk, I walk into my buddy's house before we go out yesterday. And he's playing and- it? And they're watching. No, they're watching a oh. simple favor. And he goes, he's like, "Dude, have you seen this?" I was like, "Uh, yeah, a few times. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's, just a few." <laughs> it's very, it's it's so addicting. Actually, there's a there's a poster, and when we get our place, uh, when we get our place next year, oh it's going to be right as you walk in. I already know where I'm going to put it. So there's a poster at Comic Con. Uh, it's Leo. It's right by where. Uh, um, so it's at New York Comic Con. It's at New York Comic Con. It's right behind the bait booth. Okay. So it's a giant poster of La La Land. But these artists are great. I'm not sure exactly the... Com- they do really good um, interpretations. Let me just look up the company. I followed them on Instagram. So they do interpretations of movie posters. Like Jen bought a beautiful It's a Wonderful Life poster. Yeah. It's and really I saw nice. this gorgeous La La Land poster. And I, it's $65. So I didn't buy it then but i that was like number one on my list for next oh. next year to throw in our frame it and put it in our walk-in so it's a hero complex gallery and i'll make sure just to add a link into our show notes so you guys can check out their work um they're it's really really cool i mean i wouldn't say the posters are pricey because they're really big pro- posters and um you can buy them framed if you want but you can always go to michael's and use a 20 percent. yeah go to michael's frame go to michael's um, shout out michael's FYI. shout out to michael's um and uh we're not being paid for this but if you're interested <laughs> michael's and you're listening i'm here and uh yeah so just check it out hero complex gallery they have some really cool works so show Leo now. another thing another another segment i want to bring in is we're going to post start i don't know if g wants to do it on his page uh we're going to post weekly questions on here and we'll put the segment keeping it real where we look back at some of the social media comments from readers on what the ins and outs whether a trailer drops what do they think so on and so forth 
And, and as I mentioned before, the rotating host, I do want to bring a monthly listener, reader, guest host at least maybe once a month or bi-monthly. And we'll call it, if anyone knows the old Abbott and Costello bit, I don't know who's on third. Nice. So Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. Can't keep going. <laughs> <I don't know laughs> Come on. <laughs> and finally, um, two more. Gonzo and Oscar's Rendezvous, where I look at some my Oscar predictions and... I want to start early, so after the Oscars, I'm going to bring up my prediction for next year, and they're probably all wrong, like probably a week after, and I want to see how I'm going to... I'm going how to, wrong you are. Yeah, because I'm going to be wrong. I'm the, like, my number, like my number one for next year is uh, for the Oscars. If I had to pick, like, even there's this no early. There's no Damien Chazelle. No, there's no Damien Chazelle, but there's Martin Scorsese. So The Irishman is my number one next year. You think? Yeah. Really? I think that's... Roma's, Netflix? Roma started it with getting into Best Picture this year. I think The Irishman can well, win. Well, we don't know that it's gotten into Best it's Picture It's going to be yet. a Best Picture nominee. It's so know. early, though, when people forget about it. The Irishman? Yeah. Well, no one forgot about Get Out. That's this is true. true. Oh, do you Touché. think us will pull up? That's in my predictions as well. Oh, okay. So, and then we'll talk about that I in a like, second. Uh, well, does us have like the same like? I mean, I'm just basing on the trailer. Like, it's, it doesn't have the same like social commentary, right? Like, it seems like it's just a straight. But we don't. But we don't know because the movie doesn't really give anything about like you being yeah. your own worst enemy. Kind exactly. Of uh, By the way, uh, I got five on it. It's now creepy as fuck. Yo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I was gonna. I was gonna bring. I was gonna bring that up right now. So just finishing up on this future segments and something we've done before in the past, and I do want to continue is do a bi-monthly or film anniversary commentary on specific films. So look for all that coming in the new year. For and we got a lot of really awesome movie anniversaries coming up next year. Batman eighty nine turns thirty. That's all that matters. Is like Batman eighty nine. She's all that. Oh, Batman. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Batman, turns Batman 89. Batman 89 turns 30 on. So the f- great thing is, is that we're recording June 23rd, and Batman 89 actually turns 30 on June 23rd. Should you should I have like a cake? birthday cake for it. You should bring cake. <laughs> yeah, or cupcakes. Bring cupcakes. <laughs> Absolutely. Put back cupcakes here. We should all dress up You should up dress up as Vicky Vale and dye your hair blonde. <laughs> Leo can, Leo, can, Leo can dress up as Alfred and I can wear a turtleneck. You know, I could be Joker, you know. Oh, no. That is true. I don't have to be Alfred. I'll, I'll bring, I'll bring <laughs> yeah, my best. Yeah, like, who wants to be Alfred? Why, why did I get downgraded well, to Alfred? Alfred's, yeah. Alfred's the man. What's wrong with Alfred? I could have been Bullock. Nothing, but like, been... it's such an easy costume. All right, so look, look, look off. Oh, and Wizard of Oz turns 80. Wow. That's a really, damn. Is that the oldest movie you guys have seen? I know not for no. me and Jenny, but I'm talking about G and... Leo, uh, no. I feel maybe. like no. I can't really say which one's older though. I think City Lights is mine because City I Lights. I used to is... watch that movie a ton when I was young. Though Wizard of Oz was like, it's still so good. Yeah, I had it on. V, Have you guys seen lot. Return to Oz? I've only seen it once. It is the creepiest yeah. sequel of all time to a children's movie. I used to watch it a lot as a kid too. I, I had it on VHS. I adore Return to Oz. Um, <laughs> I'll lend it to you. Like yeah, it is so good. It's like super scary for a kids movie because what? it's so dark and there's this point where there's like the evil queen and like you go into her like 
chamber, uh, like her bed chamber, and she has all of these heads, and she interchanges them, and you just see them in like this hall of mirrors, a kind and of the, deal. So Dorothy, it's crazy. It's crazy. not not to spoil what hat, which, why she's there, but she's there for a reason. Dorothy's there for a reason, but so she Played has by to peruse the bulk. Yep. Wow. So she so has to like open these doors, these cabinets, and in these cabinets are all just like Jen said heads just heads and they're heads of residents of oz who as she's taken their heads and it's and she just interchanges that it's crazy it's like really creepy because like i never like obviously i haven't forgotten it but i remember watching (laughs) that as a kid and being like oh god and then like there's um so there's no tin man there's no no. scarecrow there's no cowardly lion but there is jack what there's jack-o'-lantern jack-o'-lantern and my favorite uh is tiktok He's like a waddling uh, Tin Man, but he's like a fat Tin Man. <laughs> well, he's a clock. Yeah, he's kinda, his name is TikTok. I have a feeling he's kind of like Wadsworth in, in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but he's a he's a walking like robot clock. And like Wizard of Oz, she finds them, and they're all rusty, and they haven't been used or, or talked, loved, spoken or to, loved. or loved. And you know, so it's Return to Oz. It's fucking yeah, it's dark. Really dark. And then at the end. Like she has to. I'm not gonna spoil why she's there, but she has to go into like this room with crystals. And if she doesn't touch the right crystals, like she they turns. All die, they think, all right? die. What the? It's fucking dark. But I highly recommend it. <laughs> um, well, actually, hopefully, we're going to our usual Monster Mania convention that we go to every March and August. And Feruza is gonna be there. I may be the only one with a Return to Oz poster. <laughs> everyone's gonna have. The everyone's craft. gonna have the craft, which I've never the seen. Craft, yeah. Um. Or so. So let's ki- oh, let- that's true. Let's kick it off with uh, what have we seen this week, guys? So Leo, I think saw the most because we we spoke about it since the last time he was on. So I know you have a whole bunch of things you've seen. So what have you uh, seen? So that's funny. Like uh, literally, literally yesterday, I uh, just because I think social media made me do it, uh, I finally watched. Uh, Poor uh, man's a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, the amazingly, Stop. I guess, adequate aggressively okay movie i will Bird say Box. no i will say like i had it i was very enthralled like i was watching it and like david kept talking and i was like shut up and i'm like watching and watching it and i got like hooked into it i didn't think it was like over the top yeah, but it scary? was enough to catch no it's not i no. wouldn't say it's scary because so, i feel well, I, like i had like i have three friends tell me that they had nightmares if they watched it oh I don't no know what? If, if you they just suck if right. you i feel like heredi- <laughs> like hereditary, hereditary was, was scarier. way scarier i feel yeah. like i was i wouldn't say that i was scared for a quiet place but i would say that hereditary was a lot freakier if, and that would be something that maybe if, would give if me this nightmare. movie was to create the a, an insane amount of tension a quiet place like so surpassed it by a mile with attention. It has inspired such a big social media following. Of, so, so Leo had so Leo had a good I, point. I have a theory about this because I, I I believe it's like we're so used to seeing reboots and remakes and things that are just like copies of other things that whenever someone sees something fresh, like a Quiet Place, was something that we haven't really seen much like. Um, so like it's like people really gravitated towards it. Then comes Bird Box, which again is something that's pretty original. Nothing really like it out right now. People want to equate it to that too. And I guess like, for some reason, this generation just wants to make everything into like a cult classic. Uh, so if you notice, like the last few like Netflix originals have been getting this huge push from fans. Like there's nothing like this. Like I think there was like the the house on haunted, the haunting on Hill House, the ha- the haunting on Hill House. This Bird Box, which I really liked. I think David that's a good. Like I think it's aggressively really average it. too. 
Yeah, I just think they're uh, okay, but people just wanted something fresh, so they're gonna put you, it a little bit higher on the on the pedestal. I don't know the haunting did you see that, like uh, I guess Netflix said that it's their most watched, watched in original movie. Ever. Oh yeah, because the social once the social media yeah. thing starts, everyone's like, be like, "Oh, what is this about?" Yeah. Like, so well, like, it was funny because like everyone, my friends were like, "Dude, go on Twitter right now and just hashtag Bird Box." Like everything is like hilarious, and I go, and I haven't even watched it yet. I only seen the trailer a few times, but even just watching the trailer, like all those memes that everyone's posting, like are like hilarious. Most of it coming from Black Twitter, which is awesome. <laughs> uh. It was just, it's just, I, it's just funny that everyone's kind of like making it a thing. Yeah. I would have never guessed that like this would have been the thing. Like it's, it's like, a huge it's, apparently. It's well, I think that it helped that it had star power with her. Well, Sandra um, Bullock. Yeah, like I think she was able to drive it, and I think the cast was pretty decent. I mean, John I Malkovich seeing... always plays an asshole. Yeah, Yo, he's a dick, and he does it so well. Yeah, <laughs> but like I, I like seeing B D Wong in there for like a little bit until and then you know um who else was there uh, uh lil rel or uh oh lil rel oh yeah uh, yeah that guy from yeah. get out <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god i i, I felt I, so I, bad for him when he yeah passed. it makes me wonder if like uh do you think it would have done well if they had reset like theatrically no it wouldn't have mm. increased it wouldn't have gained the steam that it I think it would have been harder yeah. because since like I think being on Netflix and because everyone has Netflix, it was a much better it was an easier distribution because I feel like if they tried to release it theatrically, they probably would have done a limited release and not and it wouldn't have been everywhere. And releasing and Chris have releasing the, Christmas week on Netflix is was brilliant because everyone's home. First Netflix or original Netflix or non I, I think it's. It I think is it her is first, her first right? original. Netflix. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I think that was a big draw to it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what? This is something that's new for her. Like, I think Julia Roberts yeah. or something on Amazon. Prime. Yeah, she so, does. So I the fact that, that they, these bigger stars are going to the streaming services is a big deal. And I mean, I, I think she had worked with the director before, Susan Bear. So I think that's probably what also drew her to mm-hmm. the story. I think I, these on top of the money. I think the fact that awards. And like the Globes and like the Oscars are paying more respect to Netflix movies now. Yeah. Is opening a door for actors to be like, okay, I can still be rewarded if I'm great or good or blah, blah, blah by being in these Netflix, Amazon. I mean, Manchester by the Sea was kind of the first one yeah. that really, because they were in Amazon, they released in theaters, yeah, yeah. but they were in Amazon, Amazon uh, Studios. Amazon Studios film. So they were the first one to kind of like be the first uh, yeah, one. I that guess wall uh, Beautiful Boy is an Amazon Studios movie. It is. TV, and it's yeah. still not on Nef- on Amazon. No, I haven't seen it on Prime not. yet. No, so, not yet. And um, Suspiria was one too. Oh, I can't wait to see that. But they're pushing they're pushing Beautiful Boy for your consideration. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, they're we only pushing. Like, 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 I haven't. I haven't. I mean, Timothy Chalamet is a lock. So Timothy Ding Dong is gonna get it. But going back to Bird Box, so I thought it was an interesting story, nonetheless. I mean, what would you do if you were in that situation? Die because I wouldn't. I can't swim, so I would have never made it through the river. I know, but like, would you have even <laughs> oh, made yeah, it either. five years in? Probably. So, like, so if so? we're comparing, oh. like, a quiet place and bird box, would you rather not be able to see or not talk? Talk. Would rather. Not I'd rather be not be able to talk. To- yeah, not talk. Yeah, I, I think, think I would say talk too. Talk. Yeah. Because if I'd rather have the ability not to talk and you know not be able to you know choose not to talk because of my you know my life is online, mm-hmm. that's fine. But I'd rather see where I'm going and so on and so forth. Right. Definitely. All right. right. And like talking, you can, I, the same way they did. I mean, their daughter was deaf, but they learned they sign, learned sign language, language. So at so. least they can 
communicator. You can communicate by writing, but and your mind, that's a lot harder. I will say, Leo, you said you saw it, right? Yeah, obviously, we were talking about the end is too. <laughs> the end is too on the nose uh, of where they end up. It's so on the so nose that it's it, it got me. I, I did not see that. I saw it as a plot twist. I was like, oh, that, it's that's so clever. It's yeah, I didn't too see that, on though. the nose. No, I mean it's like it's. I didn't see it coming, but like when you yeah the parallel to everything, I'm like, oh, that's too on the nose. My thing is, how did her gynecologist survive all of that <laughs> all those years? Because then she's like Dr. Lapham or whatever like, her what? name is. You're here, like what the hell? And then all of a sudden, she got like gray streaks in her hair. But, like, I don't know. It, so, was, it was a little funky. So, go ahead, Leo. What else have you oh, seen? Yeah. It's, uh, speaking of Amazon, I ended up started watching um, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, season two. So good. S- did yeah. you finish it? Uh, no, I just I'm on episode five. Okay. Um, I cannot I can't bring say myself anything. to watch that show. Oh, dude. Oh, you, gee, it's it really, really funny. It's good. And it's like, she's like, she's kind of like a Joan Rivers with like, but I think, um, uh, Crassier is that a word? Like she's more crass in her. That's where that show was up there, like Down Abbey, or was like everyone watch it. I'm like, oh, like I don't know. <laughs> I think it's so. It's more. I think the reason why it comes off more crass is because since it's set in the 50s, like 50s, 60s, 60s, I yeah. guess 60s, um, it's different. So like for a woman to be like making those jokes at that time, especially like trying to come up in like the comedy world with just like all these guys, it makes such a, a more, a bigger impact. And I think the writing is really smart. I mean, I like the writer because she also wrote Gilmore girls. Um, it's the same, her husband, husband and wife duel. And so I think it's, I don't know. I just think it's really good. And I think yeah. Rachel Brosnahan is how you say it. Bros- Brosnahan. I think. Yeah. Brosnahan. Uh, she is, really good yeah. in her delivery and uh Bo- alex bornstein yeah she's yeah. really good too and she's from gilmore girls so that's where i know her from um and zachary and, levi yeah. zachary levi because i'm at oh, that oh so i enjoyed seeing him in this because i was like surprised i didn't know he was going to be on the season yeah. i was like and he's very bulked because i think he was filming shazam, shazam. at the time so all right what else you got but you gotta watch it g i think uh, you'd like to be it. fair like, most of the shows i'm it. on like are my usual rotation they're on hiatus at this point so I'm and taking then, this time just to kind of like regroup and watch some movies. You uh, told me you saw Roma, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I ended up binge watching as many as yeah. I could to prepare for the Globes and the uh, and the Oscars. So Roma, I finally got around to watching A Quiet Place. Don't don't shoot me, but yeah, it took me a while to it's watch. Good, it. right? Uh, I watched uh, In- Incredibles two, Wreck It Ralph, uh, Spider Verse. Um, yeah, I think uh, the um, Bohemian Rhapsody. So you uh, get the hype for him. Yes, but not the movie. The like movie all of us, right. yeah. The hype, um, I mean, the hype for him is undeniable. Yeah. Like his uh, his portrayal of Freddie Mercury was insane. So in my in my latest Oscar predictions, which I'll get to it later, he's moved up to my number one. Yeah, yeah. I I think I he's think, gonna win. I think Cooper. I still think Cooper. I I don't see. It should be Bradley Cooper. I think Malik had the better performance, but I. Mm. But because he was performing as. Like someone, yeah. That he was portraying. Cooper's great. Real. Cooper's yeah. amazing. This is best Cooper performance of his really career. Good. I I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be upset if either of them get. You know, because I it, looking at the Oscars and look, I was looking at my nominations, and we'll get to it later. Bradley Cooper and Alfonso Cuarón have like forty five percent of the nominations because <laughs> Cuarón he shot Roma, he wrote Roma, yeah. he directed Roma. Every I think he produced Roma. So every, if it were to win Best Picture. He produced it, so he would get an Oscar. Gets it, so yeah. he, him, and, and Cooper wrote it. Cooper directed it. Cooper starred in it. 
Cooper produced it. So like him and and Alfonso Cuarón, and it's funny because the Oscars are trying to be like this diverse group now with like giving everyone nominations, but Cooper and Cuarón would have like o- almost fifty percent of the nominations. Jeez. So that quite interesting so maybe yeah. cooper takes home directing i think th- we'll get to that later <laughs> oh. um so yeah go yeah. ahead um now aroma aroma was amazing so i think before we got i'm not sure if we spoke about it when we did our year-end episode so leo and i spoke about it. roma's good so, but the first hour i get it yeah i get why he wanted to pace it as slow as he did but it's one of the most boring first hours i have so seen I'm this not year lie with me what really captivated me when it's nothing about like the way it was shot or anything it was the music in the background of the movie okay like it just drew me into like my parents like growing up and like the music they would listen to and it was really nostalgic mm-hmm. um and really it's like authentic it felt like being a young latino growing up and hearing that music while your mom's like i guess cooking breakfast uh, yeah. sunday morning it's very it felt like Guadron was writing a script on the go. Yeah. Because okay. it's just like, oh, what are they doing? He was. To- oh, okay. There you go. He actually was. Because. <laughs> How did <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> uh, the lead actress, what's her name? No. I, you, were, you were just talking about her, I David. was. Give me, keep, keep talking. Yalitza. Uh, go ahead i'll look anyway, for her. so she talked about how um you know she's never really had as big of an acting job as this and that you know she was chosen but that every day was something different because the script would change like daily oh. so you know she she's proud of the movie yalita aparicio okay so she like was just basically talking about how like every day was always something different and they they never really got their scripts way ahead until because, day of yeah i will say the last hour is some of the best of the year it's heartbreaking. It's is it like La La Land caliber or let's not go there. Let's not go there. Let's not Gee, go have there. you seen it? I have not seen it. I, 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 I remember it. talking to David offline. Like I thought it was gonna be like uh, for me, like Lion, which was it took me a while to like. Oh, uh, Lion was incredible. I don't get, like Lion at all. I love but Lion was like really slow, and it took me a while to get through it. The first like, hours. Okay. The first hours tough, G. It. Uh, and it, it, yeah, the Roma, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. Like I, I said, can see I why critics love it. Music, but it, it was a rough watch. But I think this will connect more with critics than it will yeah. the Academy or yeah, the Hollywood Foreign Press. It's a very artistically yeah. shot film. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it looks gorgeous. And then what's the other? Uh, Did you see Green? You saw Green Book? I wasn't able to watch Green Book. Oh, yeah, because I think you were looking for uh, it. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't able to watch Green or, or Vice. Vice is the one I really want to watch. We saw Vice. Yeah. And we'll, I'll talk about Man, that in a second. I'm hearing so many mixed things about Vice. It's cute. I was so angry. Yeah. <laughs> Anything there else? Like, so many people that like I know that loved it, and other people that were like, I didn't like it at all. No, I really liked it. We'll talk about it later. Anything else, Leo? Uh, no. As far as um my th- recently watched stuff, that's pretty much it. that's it for me. So Jenny and I'll kick it off with Vice, since we basically <laughs> saw the same thing. <laughs> um, I really liked it a lot. But you know the thing is, Adam McKay is a very divisive director and a div- divisive writer. Have you seen The Big Short? Yes. Do you like The yeah, Big I Short? I loved it. Then you'll like Vice. Yeah. I actually like Vi- I actually liked Vice more than The Big Short. Yeah, I, I, think, understood- I think I did. I think I did too. I would say that. And for those that, that don't know, Adam McKay is also known for directing Anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I love. So... So I'll let yeah, Je- so I really liked it, but I was so angry. The movie the will make like, you extremely pissed these off, fucking government assholes. And I, <laughs> and as soon as I fin- as soon as we finished it, and we'll get more into the performance in a second. I was like, this movie's gonna be hated by o- over fifty, probably fifty percent of old white 
conservative. Yeah, so, and I went into <laughs> RT, and it's fresh on RT. I think it's like 67, 68 right now. But um, the the audience score is yeah. like 50 or something yeah. because then they're like, oh, leave it to left-hand liberals to so, lie about Dick Cheney's life and blah, 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 blah. I think blah, people blah. don't realize when they go to see the movie that it's really like, it's almost, I guess you would say, I wouldn't know, would you say this is like a satire in a way? But... Not really. No. So, like, I guess, you know, they don't, they go into the movie. I feel like there's going to always be people that are going to go see this movie and they're going to think that it's an actual, like, biopic and like it's going gotcha. to be, like, just all on his side and all this stuff. I don't know. And then they get there and they're like, oh, this is not what this is. Um, I thought the story was told very well. There I think the is, pacing was good. There's a bit. Jenny saw me laughing my ass off. Um, probably, like, middle probably around yeah, the middle probably a little towards the end <sighs> that they show credits they roll the credits yeah it's, as if that was the end of the story right and like, i think it's so cleverly like done dick and lynn cheney like ended up retiring from and, politics and, and they breeded dogs and stuff like that <laughs> whatever and then it like just cuts back it almost looked like a viagra commercial the way it was like staged they were on a pier <laughs> and like you know very happy relaxed i don't know it was like weird it and was then, very clever um, it's and then but, they cut to like no, actually, but th- this this happens. is what happens. Uh, Christian Bale is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, he like really he good. is phenomenal. Um, I would this. I have there's a divisiveness with Bohemian Rhapsody and there's a divisive divisiveness with Vice. And I was talking to a friend of the show, Tom, about this. He was asking, he's like, why would you have Rami Malek over Christian Bale? Why I think Christian Bale is the better performance. That's just my personal opinion on it. I think because of the divisiveness of the political aspect and the background with mm. Vice, people and voters will lean more towards Bohemian and Rami Malik rather than Christian Bale. The movie, it's, with the political climate the way it is right now, the movie came out in a time where voters won't vote for Christian Bale. I'd be surprised. I won't be surprised if he wins the Globe because I, that's actually my pick for best actor in a comedy. But I don't think he's going to smell Oscar. Okay. He's going to get nominated. I don't think he's going to smell it. Amy Adams is also good. and She is really good. Um, that's about it. And though. you really want to like... Steve Kerr. Uh, he's he doing an good, impersonation of George Bush. But he wasn't in it very long, honestly. I think hmm. all of like two minutes, if you really include oh, all really? this. Wow. Yeah, he really wasn't. Because it's not really about him. Since, but it's about like sort of Cheney. It's like Cheney's manipulation of him. Sam Rockwell. Oh, Steve Carell has like a very big role. Yeah, because Steve Carell plays Donald Rumsfeld, and a lot of kind of see the history of when they uh, started. Cheney worked for Rumsfeld when he was in office, like very early on in his career. So you see that uh, relationship, friendship, whatever, uh, build up. So that was like a good. Um, Very important question. Does Rockwell dance in this movie? No. Oh. I no, also it it's it's I also think people are not liking the movie too is because they make George Bush the small amount he's in very sympathetic like a puppet to Dick Cheney and George Bush is not the most liked president of all time. Yeah, but I mean, so, especially after the, the the like his father passed recently, I felt like the climate has shifted to being more pro Bushes than, than but not yeah, in the past. Yeah. There's definitely a more positive vibe. Yeah. Towards so this but, would be a perfect time for this film right now. I think because of his presidency wasn't 
well received to say the least it's all relative the fact that we have now yeah oh no yeah yeah Yeah, i think that's and i think it has a lot to do with why he is they they're a little easier on him now oh yeah you also see in this movie how it sort of builds up like all the choices they made during his presidency and all of cheney's handiwork and like how it all sort of builds up to leading to, to we what now. we have now yeah. and why we it's have it. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It all oh. builds up to that. So, like, had they not been in power or had they not made certain choices, I think we may not have had a Donald Trump at this point. But oh. who knows? Maybe we will. I it, It's probably our destiny, sadly enough. But, yeah. you know. <laughs> and I, and David, we left the movie theater and he's like, oh, I don't know what he... It's, you said something like, oh, you think he's going to get elected again. Trump. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure he will be. Because I said it would have shocked me. I said it would have oh, shocked me. Really? Whoa! <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be. I wasn't shocked when he won the first I think time. It's been great that like, even just in these midterm elections, we've had so much movement and uprising with things. But I have a feeling that like come twenty uh, twenty, yeah, the next election, we'll but let, probably be stuck with him again. Let's move but away. Let's move away from politics. Thanks to the rules. Yeah, let's move away from Back politics. To fantasy one more stuff. Um, did we see anything else? Um, I think that's it. We saw Mary Poppins again. Which I love more the oh, second time. We saw it twice. We yeah, did. We, we took, took our, our moms, moms yesterday. Oh, they synchronized when they said that. That's, That's cute. cute. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved it more the they second. Loved it. We've I been should... practicing. Yeah, my mom really loved it, and I think her mom. Yeah, loved my it mom too. really liked it. Um, my mom was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, you've all seen it. Yes? No? No, I have not seen nope. it. Well, then I, I know won't. that is bringing a bunch of devil children to our restaurant. I still so, have the same issue. There were, there, were two cam- <laughs> there were two cameos towards the end that my mom was like, oh my God, you didn't tell me. She like looked over at me and she's like, why didn't you tell me? I still have the same issues that I had the first time. So <laughs> That is not La La Land. No, no, no. There's a, like a really unnecessary song in it. But when you guys see it, I think you guys don't know what I'm talking about. And I, Oh, so I finally saw Mean Girls. Wait, what do you he mean did. finally? Wait, wait, wait. I don't, I don't like the tone of your voice right now. <laughs> he never finally? saw it before. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It's I really, good. really liked it a lot. I was so fun fact. I was quite surprised how much I liked it. I got to pick a movie finally. Well, so well, I saw what you got Jenny, for Christmas. So yeah, like, oh, he has to watch it now. Well, yeah. So I was like, so he get, he got me the tickets to the Broadway show. So we're gonna go next week. Um, for to see it and i was like well now you got out and he's like oh you can pick a movie because he took me out for dinner for my birthday and he's like oh you can pick a movie that you want to watch i was like oh thank you sir (laughs) and so i was like let's watch mean girls and so i we rented it on amazon prime and um because we don't actually so he it's not you can't find and you can't find that on blu-ray it's like a million dollars on blu-ray now because it's 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 discontinued that's why on blu-ray for some reason I don't. I don't know why. Oh, but, duh! I got another one. We so saw. So he watched it, and I was like, I was like, saying she was the staring lines. at me you know, while I watching. I watched it. it this past Wednesday. Too. It was. Did you really? Yeah. It was really funny. I was um, saying the lines as they were going. Who was like, my favorite character? Before. Damien. He is hilarious. <laughs> I was. Oh, the gay guy? And yeah. then when he showed up, when they're like, "Oh, all the girls have to show up to the gym," and he's like in a hoodie the and hoodie shit. That shit had me dying because <laughs> Jenny pointed it out, and I kept paying attention to him when they were all lining up, and you could just see that just <laughs> massive figure in she a blue hoodie. Go here. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, he does have the best line. But what was your? <laughs> but what was your favorite line? I don't know. I had a. Oh my god, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Dude, because it that came out of nowhere, awesome. I was like, "What the fuck?" It's just hilarious. Like, you can't be in here. This is the girls' room. <laughs> oh and God, and then she just runs out. It was fucking. Yeah. Oh, I also saw Election. Oh. Oh, he did see That's Election. I really liked it a lot. I was. Awesome in that. I hate the ending because like this goddamn bitch won. 
And I don't. Excuse me. What? She sucked. <laughs> she fucking absolutely sucked. <laughs> um, she was so good. Yeah, and then what else? Oh, and then we saw Bumblebee, which oh. is uh, oh, I love Bumblebee. Which is so the modern day ET because I it's I so good. I I liked however, it a lot. However, okay, so I'm talking to my brother's friends. They didn't like it, and I was like, "Why didn't you guys huh. like it?" And they were like, "They focus too much on the girl." And I was like, "Okay, when you're older, you'll appreciate it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'm like you will appreciate this more. When Wait, you're aren't they like 21? I get it. You want to see like robot, robot on robot action. I understand. <laughs> robot, but robot. I swear, action. when you're older, you will appreciate this more character-driven story. And I think no, be- I thought it was really the really beginning good. made up for everything because the movie opened on Cybertron. Nice. Yeah. And it's so well done. Okay. Everything is well done. There's really nothing and I, I didn't like about it. That was great. Music. Every time they Kudos to like Haley really Seinfeld though. Do you have to act against nothing? Like she didn't have anything to act against at all. And, and her, she was really good. Her little brother could have been really annoying, but he wasn't. He was actually pretty funny. No, I think he was used yeah, well yeah. enough. Like he actually, wasn't her whole over. family was pretty funny. I I thought they would get annoying, like the mom and the stepdad, so... and they actually were they used them just enough. Gee, did you know? Fun fact: the mom is Pamela Adlon, and she was a little girl in Greece too. Just saying. What? Just oh, really? Why does yep. everything come back yeah, to Greece too? Right? Always comes Jesus. back to Greece too. Yep. Fun fact. Like John Cena. Uh, he, was, he was good, but he was what I expected. I think he was taken out of the Michael Bay movies and thrown into here. But he was, <laughs> he was like, you can make another Transformers. Like he was movie, the over the top, somewhat like Bay. Like he, he was really. No, I just I like John was... Cena as a comedic actor. I don't like him in a serious role. Maybe that's just me. John Cena is great in comedies. Was this a serious role? Yeah. I think yeah. he needs yeah. to work as a dramatic. But I actually didn't mind him in this. I think he was like, what I expected him to be in this, actually. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I love John Cena, but, you know. Yeah. Um, he needs to be a baby face, not a heel. So, none, Jenny's the only one that got that. Um, and I think that's it. That's all we saw this week. Yeah. And what, what about you, G? Uh, other than Bumblebee, I saw Aquaman. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I saw that you didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't really like it. I loved it. Uh, I think Jenny yeah, liked that a I lot, too. Really ch- but, I did like you know, it. I was very, it was, I was better than I thought it, it would be. I was be. like, maybe it's just not for me. Like, I just don't, maybe I just don't, maybe it's the character itself. I just thought it was really cheesy. I think and, like, I think they so knew. I know you mentioned the CGI in it, but I think the CGI was way better here than it was, like, at the end of Wonder Woman, for sure. Like, I don't know. I felt like it well, was used I, but I think, like, I, I, I guess better. there's not much you can do. Like, if you have, like, live-action actors who are supposed to be living in the Underwater, sea, like, there's yeah. not a lot yeah. you can really do to make it look real. But, like, every time, I, the whole time I was watching it, I thought everything just looked fake. Like I, like, I thought, like, everything I was watching, like, was obviously made on the computer. Like, I, hmm. I it, and it kept taking me out of it. So do you um, think, do you think you'll feel that way with, like, let's say, like, The Lion King? Right, because that's live action, but really it's everything on the I mean, computer. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like, I mean, we we all watch a lot of like movies that have like a ton of special effects and CGI, and and like sometimes that doesn't really take me out of it. Like I can be like, oh, that seems real. Like the whole time I was watching Aquaman, though, I was like, this all looks like fake, hmm. and like, I, and then I just couldn't like it was just really cheesy. Like it was the dialogue was cheesy. Everything about it was cheesy. And then it was like mostly just loud and like I I, I I mean I don't know I didn't really I only there was only one action sequence I liked and that was when the 
the whole action sequence where they're like running across like the rooftops and stuff. I think it was like in the middle, the midpoint of the movie. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, I thought that was really cool, but like overall, and I like Jason Momoa. I thought he was good. I thought it was really good, actually. I think, um, I think it's if not anything, like, it's not like Amber Heard. I thought she was good for what her role was, um, because here she's also not like she's not Queen Mara yet. Like, well, I guess really at the end she will be, but well, they'll get there. Probably Aquaman too. But, uh, oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> no, know, there'll be an Aquaman too. I'm sure there will be. It's already made the ending of the. Yeah, the last, the DCEU is gone, though. This right? has this nothing, no Philly. As a yeah. matter of fact, when you watch Aquaman, I think in Justice League, he kind of hates his mother. And he doesn't hate his mother in this one. Hmm. So they kind of. really? Yeah. I think he talks bad about his family in Justice League. Like when he's being recruited Pretty by much Aquaman and. Aqu- yeah, the whole time I was watching Aquaman, I was like, when does this take place in terms of. Like that. what we saw in Justice League. Yeah. Like I guess it doesn't even matter anymore. It yeah. doesn't because, right. and it looks like Shazam has nothing to do with anything. Well, that's the thing. Officially, the DCEU is scrapped, but I know that this one was already being like in production while the DCEU was right. still going on. I think, and it, I, I don't know if you've ever read it. I, I've heard from a buddy of mine, uh, shout out to Christian. He, this movie is based on Jeff John's run oh, on okay. Aquaman. And Jeff John's also was, a, I not sure if he wrote the whole thing, but I know he had a, part in writing the script nice so if you're familiar with his run on aquaman this is kind of towards it uh shout out to my boy vinnie chase i know he never got (laughs) a shot to get on the big screen jenny's like what what this could could have been an oscar nominated i know vinnie Vinnie chase Chase and mandy moore Uh, no terrible Uh, maybe better than amber heard no i don't like mandy moore in movies we leave the theater we leave the theater Oh and yeah, and I was like, was "Who's like, that who's hot that, redhead?" Yeah, who's that redhead? Did you not know uh, Amber? I, and then like, and I was like, "That's Amber Heard, and that's not her hair." I was they're like, trying to make a thing, and they still try to make Amber Heard a thing. I don't know. I think after the whole Johnny Depp thing, I don't know if this is ever going to happen, though. Probably not. She got lucky. She got cast in this before that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then that's it, right? You're right, G. Yeah. Oh, I also started watching Titans, and oh shoot, what do you think? Uh, it's dark as shit, man. Right? Um, How awesome was that first episode? Dick Grayson seems like a little pussy. <laughs> like he complains. What Jennifer? What? He seems like he's a very white. I didn't. Obviously, I'm only on episode three, so he, he seems, seems like he's going to be whiny a lot. He's. A, what, what do you expect from someone in the DC universe? Like it's brooding. And yeah. This is true. Oh, woe is me. That's <laughs> true. And then look at shout out to Minka Kelly, who I don't like very much for what she did to my homie Derek Jeter. Uh, <laughs> getting she to him besides him. <laughs> She cheated on him. She cheated on Derek oh, Jeter. Did she? she cheated on him? That's Are why they sure? broke up. They were gonna get married. Sure, oh, I mean, I'm sure he's cheated on girls. Yeah. Before, so I don't know, man. Derek Jeter is Derek Jeter. Is Derek Jeter. I, I assume that any athlete or celebrity has cheated on their significant other. Shout out to the captain. Um, <laughs> no, she she like has, she's in episode two. She's actually pretty good. Or episode three was it? Episode Dog three or two? And Hawk. Um, is, she, is she not like a regular on it? Uh, yeah. like, the, like the first yeah. like, like, to be honest like the first like five episodes it's like they focus on different parts of the team before they become a team so I I, guess- I love the focus on Raven yeah. I think because I'm not a Teen Titans guy I never read the, yeah. the, any Teen Titans run so the fact that they're focusing on not just Dick Grayson they're actually putting mm-hmm. actual storyline narrative focus on Raven and all these other characters is really good I like it and Runaways I'm like I have no idea why G hasn't watched it yet because Wait, for real G, Runaways. Yeah, you you'd be all in on Runaways. Yeah. 
Runaways is so. so I, I, are you done? Uh, for season second season two? No, no I haven't so, started season two. Yet. So I'm on episode five, and it's just as good. Nice. I just love all the characters. Are all each one of those characters is very likable, so it helps. And the fact that it's the creators of Gossip Girl and what's that other show they created? The OC. Yeah, so <laughs> it's really good. Oh, uh, also, um, if 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 anyone likes true crime TV, uh, Dirty John is really really good. I heard good reviews uh, on that. Yeah, uh, Connie Britton and Aaron. It's really really good. Um, kind of like some of that kind of took place locally, like in Newport Beach, like which is like thirty minutes away from where I live. Uh, it's really good. Uh, Connie Britton's really awesome on it. I actually like her and everything that she in like Friday Night Lights, American Horror Story. But like it's and Eric Bana, who I really had, I kind of forgot about. Like I forgot that he was a thing. Um, he's really good on it too. But it's like it's really addicting though, and like the actual true story. Like if you listen to like the podcast about it or just read about it, it's a really trippy story. Uh, but they they're really handling it really well. It's really good. Nice. And everything else is on holiday break, right? Pretty much. Yeah, everything's yeah. on hiatus. I actually missed the mid season finale of uh, Riverdale and The Flash, so I have no idea. So it's funny. I think it's I on just, my uh, DVR. I haven't watched it yet. I heard that the I think it's the WB or the CW uh, they were going to re air the crossovers. Uh, Did you the, see it yet? Yeah, I saw the, the okay. first, first first aired. But so you didn't see it yet, yeah, right? So good. I watched, yeah, no, I watched them. Uh, I finished watching them last week. What do you think of the um, of Ruby the Rose? <laughs> I thought she was good. Yeah, I agree. I know I, you were. I know you were worried when they cast her. But I thought she was good. Yeah, she's great. I, I mean, I think good. I think if they actually go through with a show, a Batwoman show, it would be good. Yeah, I agree. I love. Yeah, I agree because I would definitely yeah. watch it. I love how they made Gotham into this d- dark, like broody, broody, <laughs> like Batman, fi- yeah. Batman like yeah. world. Because you see, you know. The flashes and arrows, and not arrows, yeah. not the darkest world. So, and I'm not an arrow, you know, I'm no, not I'm not the arrow guy here. So, uh, but I can't wait. I think they should announce it soon, right? If they're going to pick it up uh, for uh, for Batwoman. Batwoman, I think it's I think it's definitely greenlit. Um, it's not greenlit yet, officially. Not, huh. not yet. They, it's like she got cast for the crossover with the option to do uh, her own series if they go through with it. I guess. I mean, I, I think the CW is trying to figure out the future of their dc tv because mm-hmm. arrow I, mean, I don't feel like arrow i mean it might be on its way out but arrow is going into what season seven yeah uh and it's not doing as well as it used to i mean i think they're just trying to figure out what they're going to do next yes all those shows are kind of aging the one oh. thing i really did enjoy during the crossover when the introduction of like ruby rose as batwoman is like they're planting some seeds for like the whole batman and superman uh buddy buddy thing do you think that i thought that I, was cute like, do you think they'll bring him into tv i just never saw batman on tv ever I, again I, I would say 100 percent no until they brought in superman so i guess it's possible i i actually i wayne i don't think you were on that week but i've i don't think g was either i think this uh jen who's the seventh heaven guy who's superman tyler hoakland he's really good at superman yeah. and i think they found their niche with superman because yes. i think he struggled on the big screen yeah well, in, in that iteration, he yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I I love Harry Carroll as the character. I just don't think they could. They've really obviously they put it together well. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if he does. Taylor has his own Superman series. Tyler. Tyler. Uh, I don't know about a series. Uh, I don't know. That would be interesting if they did. I like how they already set up the next crossover though. That was, oh, with the oh, Crisis yeah. on Infinite. Have you ever read that? Yeah, I, was like, I haven't read it. No. I was like, how in the hell? Like, let the TV people do the movies, man. 
For real. They're like <laughs> carefully like plotted out these things on TV and like it works really well for them. And then the I mean, I think we're getting towards a great DC movie. I'm telling you, the Joker, man. I'm telling you. I'm very 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 excited for that cool so yeah let's move on to finish out this week's episode looking at the golden gloves this week um i predict that the opening monologue will not be hilarious anyone with me oh <laughs> uh, what's wrong with andy sandberg and sandra oh <laughs> jenny i don't know i like her him I'm, it's not that i've I'm never like, liked it's, I'm worried about him and yeah not I'm like, her. Wait, really it's not uh, that I, flip flip that script it's not that i don't like <laughs> him but i think he has this particular type of humor and it doesn't always hit and it depends on who he plays off of i think like i think when he does stuff with justin timberlake he's really good like they have really good chemistry where they like you know the dick in the box like all of that stuff and i he's okay with lonely island is it lonely island yeah lonely island yeah right but i think it doesn't always hit as well so that's what I, I hear. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Well, they do like really, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Really I haven't watched it actually in like the last couple seasons, but um, it, it's still like a very particular type. The, her, they're gonna write for her, and I think yeah, they would deliver. The real question is, will Jen watch the random. E red carpet? No. <laughs> well, no, it's no, that, no, you have to. It's I that time of year. I, I need your comment. You don't know. You don't know about this, but Jen <laughs> hates. Commentary on Juliana Rancic as has made my life but i don't like i don't understand like why why if you watch anyone that listens to this like like when our our group chat that we have together whenever there is an award show and we watch like whatever the e-red carpet and juliana rancic is going off on something jen just goes off like she doesn't even watch the movie and i remember she doesn't she doesn't doesn't, leo like it's there's like nothing i hate more on a red carpet when like someone's interview interview someone and they don't even like they haven't seen the movie they're just ants like asking these very like ridiculous questions. questions yeah i got you and like they're not you can tell that they're not informed and like she is the most she gives like the most like almost disinterested look like she's, honestly it's her and ryan seacrest that do it yeah, yeah. Uh, ryan they're, seacrest is the worst too they're all bad <laughs> so i try to watch the least like, w- the least of the like well ryan talking. seacrest only does the oscars or no he does e right yeah well he does, he does- abc no well, I well, guess it does, depends. He does do stuff for E because he still yeah. produces stuff on the network, right? So he does their red carpet. I mean, he might change now because he's on ABC with like Kelly Ripa. Jen, yeah. Jen, so he he's like always like asking, and then sometimes like these stars look at them like, okay, so clearly you didn't see this movie. Yeah. But then like they're not even like faking it well when they ask these questions or they follow up with these comments, and so like I just feel like you need more informed. I mean, I guess because like. Would you say is it that like most of the viewers that are watch? I feel like most of the people that watch these award shows are cinephiles because I feel like not most- necessarily. No, but most. I mean, a lot of them are watching for the celebrities and the fashion and see what they wore. But I also feel like most of them have seen these movies, are invested in it to watch. A you know they start the pre-show usually what at six thirty or six. E starts kind of early. He starts like at one o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. There's a pre-show, pre-show, yeah. And so like they start early. So like I feel like if you're watching all of this coverage, you're somewhat invested. See, I'll, in this, I respectfully disagree. I think the what? award show is for cinephiles. I do think the red carpet is strictly for people that like, just want to see what they're wearing. Day. I will go on and say that <sighs> even the award shows for casuals as well. I see people on my feed during award season, during the Oscars or in the Golden Globes, that prob- that was like, why is Norbit not nominated for Best Picture kind of deal? <laughs> like, people would, like, just 
awful taste in movies. They're like, oh, I love like for that. Like, I feel like that's like a People's Choice Award. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Not like a. Does anyone Oscar. watch? I don't watch the People's Choice Awards. Anyone here? I watch? happen to love Norbert. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Are you serious? Oh my funny. lord! I don't know. So it's like, funny. they don't ask intelligent questions. Je- Jen's big. And so it drives is me an intelligent nuts. network. It isn't. Oh, I, I know, so like know. you know, I love you know, I love wrestling. And Jen loves these. Jen loves these two women that I'm about to mention. But why are Nikki and Brie Bella on the fucking Oscar pre-show? Yeah, she shouldn't be. Wait, they're doing that. They They've did it last it. year, and it did yeah. it two years ago, I believe. As and well. they do it because it's the whole tie-in. Basically, they put everyone on the pre-show that has a show on E. Yeah, that's highly so that's rated. Why, like, yeah, that makes, yeah. Yeah. that's why like Chris Jenner shows. used to. I think Chris Jenner used to she, do yeah. it. I think Chloe Kardashian did it I think, I think it Chris does the fashion stuff. Yeah, like, like and I used, don't have anything and I to used do to, with it. I used to like someone on E. What's his name? Oh, Ross Matthews. But he's really annoying now. Oh my God, Ross Matthews used to be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, um, last, really just, anymore, I think he's more yeah. over the top Last now. year's best Jenny rant was when the at gimmick. the Oscars with that, uh, what the hell's her name again? With Deborah Messing, the no, Me no, no, Too no. movement? Oh. No, not that. Uh, when she asked Brie Larson about James Franco. When she was no, not- Alison Brie. Alison Brie, yeah, yeah, yeah About yeah. James Franco. Af- that's her brother-in-law. After like the allegations the came out. After, this was at SAG. Was this must like, have been a SAG uh, or the Glows because... <laughs> Brie was nominated for Glow. Mm-hmm. Why are you asking Brie. her about your goddamn fucking brother-in-law? Well, right. to be fair, I mean, that, that's not like a horrible thing to ask. I mean, like that's a ballsy thing to ask. I yeah, mean, unless I you mean, just didn't realize that. I understand that's... it's news, but I think there's a right time and a right yeah. place. And that wasn't the right time. And then you're also bringing up this guy who did all of these things. Well, allegedly. allegedly. Right. And you're taking away from her moment to yeah. shine and her talking about her work. So it's like she answered yeah. it well. She answered you know, it well. So no, she did. But well, how, still. Mu- how much of that is driven by them, and and how much of that is driven by producers of that? And I think of the red yeah, because I like, think ask that question. Yeah, because you feel it shoehorned in there. Because most of the questions are very like superficial. Oh my God, what are you wearing? What are you, what are you wearing today? How do you feel about this situation? But yeah. it happens to like one every. 10 people they interview so So i do think a lot of it is very like scripted like they have a thing to follow and they get like the little sound bites and and they they're like ask this ask that but i also think depending because like juliana has been with e for what over 20 years already and ryan seacrest has had a relationship with them just forever so i feel like they also they're at the point in their career where they sort of have a little more autonomy on what they can say or not say i got you so i don't know how much like they are given because maybe some of them does come from them but it could be a mix of both i do like i did like it when when, uh, joan rivers used to host it yeah oh my god (laughs) she was great yeah she was oh my god what are you wearing it's awful (laughs) yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, right. like her collections on QVC, like. All right, so let's let's hard. get to this. Um, I just wish Cat Sadler was back. I don't know. I liked her. I like Cat more than Juliana Rancic. Definitely. So I will admit that I will probably be wrong on a lot of these TV predictions because G and Jen are our TV, TV people it's here. Okay, we got your back. So <laughs> let's let's kick it off yes, with best do. miniseries or television film, and the nominee. I think I may get this one right. So the nominees are The Alienist, The Assassination of Gianni Versace, American Crime Story, Escape at Denimora, Sharp Objects, and A Very English Scandal. So I got Versace winning this. I think it could be Versace or Sharp Objects. It's our Sharp Objects. I'm like yeah. scared to pick Versace. Like I want to. Like I have it. Like it's marked down. Like I will pick it. 
But Sharp Objects would be like the upset, I think. Yeah, I agree. That would I be actually my... haven't seen Sharp Objects yet, but I have a, I've heard a lot of buzz, and I feel Same. like it's like the big little lies of yeah. this. Yeah, it's the big little lies of this year. I think Versace is a safe but, yeah. pick, but I think yeah. Sharp Objects could upset. But we're, So we're all agree on Versace on yeah. this with Sharp Objects as the, the spoiler here. Yeah, yeah. All right. Supporting actor in a series, miniseries, or television film, and Alan Arkin for The Kaminsky Method, Kier- Kieran Culkin for Succession, Edgar Ramirez for Versace, Ben Winshaw for A Very English Scandal, and Henry Winkler for Barry. I'm going with Henry Winkler. He's going gonna, Henry. Yeah, he's going to continue after winning the Emmy. I haven't seen it, but like, I love I just the want him to win, yeah. I kind of want him to win. Um, it's crazy, <laughs> though, at the Emmys that he never won for Fonzie. <laughs> like the fact that that was his first Emmy, I was like, I thought they would just give him a bone after he jumped. He created Jump he the Shark. The shark. Um, supporting actress in a series, miniseries, television film, Alex Borstein for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Patricia Clarkson for Sharp Objects, Penelope Cruz for Versace, Fanny Newton for Westworld, and Yvonne Stravosky for The Handmaid's Tale. I will go this with really what. A tough category, by the way. If okay, Penelope, I can see a lot of these girls winning. To quote G, if uh, Penelope Cruz wins, I'm throwing chairs. <laughs> Flipping I know, tables. I know. You, you've been, you've been like since day one. Like, why is she? Why? Why? What? She got a strong episode, man. So would <laughs> she had one strong episode? Would, Al- what she got would Alex Borstein be the safe pick here? That's what I'm going. I with. think so. Yeah, because yeah. she's really good Alex consistently, Borstein, and the delivery, like, but any- I wouldn't be surprised if like Fanny Newton or something. Because, you, like I mentioned to Lee off the line, the Globes always try to do, you know, the not-it thing to do. And they try to do... Yeah, like, last year... Real, they try to be real extra with her. Last year with our predictions, despite me not seeing it, I picked Marvelous and Mrs. Maisel to win... Ms. Maisel to win comedy. And Jenny hadn't seen it at the time. And they're like, "You have have you seen that? I'm like, no, but they always pick the new show that no one's ever... That uh, no one's seen yet. You're like, it was like, the psychology of the actual Globes. So, and ended up winning so they always try to do something different uh all right so best performance in a miniseries or or television film by an actor this is where g and i will also throw chairs uh antonio banderas for picasso daniel Bruhl for the alienist darren chris for versace benedict cumberbatch (laughs) for patrick melrose and hugh graham for a very english scandal jenny stepped out to to the potty for a second but her pick is darren chris and same that's mine yeah, and if he, if he doesn't win uh, all the chairs will be thrown yeah <laughs> that's the Every one single chair i can find will be thrown that's probably the most passionate one that we have because i think that's one of the best performances of the year so of the year on tv at least yeah best yeah. actress on the actress side we have amy adams sharp objects connie Britton, dirty john laura dern the tale regina king seven seconds and patricia arquette escaped to danamora uh, i got amy adams I got Amy Adams, but like Regina King, like they, yeah. they like Globes and Emmy like her at least on TV. So I think because <laughs> Seconds was really good. I think because I think she's winning another award later in the night. Oh, Wait, oh yes, 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 that she's not winning this. Okay, so okay, that's so. why I'm going with Amy Adams for Sharp Objects. Wait, yeah, gee, how, do, how do you feel about Connie Britton on this one then? Because I know you you mentioned the, the Dirty John being Dirty John. It is good, but like she got nominated before like a lot of people have seen it. Like I, when she got nominated, there only was like one episode out. I know critics had gotten several episodes already. Um, she's good on it. Um, I just don't think she'll win, but she's good. Okay, then I, yeah, I guess I got Adams and Regina King as like a dark horse. a dark horse. Jen, I I said you picked Darren Chris to win actor. Yeah, and we have Amy Adams for actress. 
I would, yeah, let's see. Because Regina King will not be winning because I think mm-hmm. she's winning another war, like I mentioned before. You think so, though? I Yeah, I think she has that other one pretty secure. Unlock. Mm. Oh, she was in Boys in the Hood. Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Regina King was in Boys in the Hood? Yeah. Was she the girlfriend? Was she Ricky's girlfriend? No, no. She was like this. Oh, who, who was she? She was like this. I don't know. She was really ghetto. She was like, I don't know if she was like their friend or someone, but she's like in a few scenes in Boys in the Hood. And then she's in Poetic Justice. As this may be character. blasphemous, but I don't love Poetic yeah, Justice. I agree. I guess Amy. I don't is. love it either. I like aspects of it, though. There are some really good scenes in Poetic Justice. And Tupac is a low-key underrated actor. I think Tupac does really well in it. He's good in that. Yeah. All right. So moving on to best performances in a television series, musical or comedy. The nominees for actor are Sacha Baron Cohen, who is America, Jim Carrey for Kidding, Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method, Donald Glover for Atlanta, and Bill Hader for Barry. So I'm going to go with Bill Hader. I'm going to Bill Hader too. And my low-key upset would be Donald Glover. Any yeah. any differences on that, guys? No. Bill Hader, no. What's up with this Kaminsky Method? Has anyone watched that? No. no. I have. It keeps popping up. <laughs> of is course. it good? Uh, it is good. It is good. Um... I think Michael Douglas and and Alan Arkin are very very good in it. Um, who else is in it? Well, I mean, you, there's a few other people you'd recognize. I think it's really good. I think it'll get another season um, for sure because I don't know what they're streaming since Netflix doesn't really release it like that. But well, um, since it's getting all these like accolades, I'm sure it's like it. Yeah, it's a really quick binge. So if you watch it, it's comedy. Um, they're best friends. Uh, Michael Douglas plays an acting he's an actor but he's also an acting teacher hmm. so the, hence uh, I forgot the first name but Kaminsky so he teaches the Kaminsky method and then Alan Arkin is his best friend who is also um, his like agent and whatnot and he just actually his wife passes away and so it's sort of like I wouldn't say it's like an odd couple kind of thing but like you they play off of each other really really well and cool. uh, they both have daughters that are like one daughter's a hot mess. The other one, they're all older, but you know. Yeah. So it's good. All right. So moving on to actress uh, in a television musical comedy, we have Kristen Bell, The Good Place, Candace Bergen for Murphy Brown, Allison Brie for Glow, Rachel Brosnan Bros- uh, for Marvelous Ms. Maisel, and Deborah Messing. So I think this is Rachel. Brosnan, Brosnan, yeah, yeah. It would be but great if Al- if I had my pick, it would be Kristen Bell. I love the good place. Uh, see, I think Allison Brie was uh, my dark Allison horse. Brie, I that would I would like throw chairs in happiness if Allison Brie won. I love, <laughs> I love Glow so much. <laughs> have you seen Glow? I know, G, you yeah, you haven't, right? Absolutely, I have not. No. It, it, do you agree? It's like I love it. It's, it's a, so amazing. good. It's such a smart look on wrestling. Yeah, and the fact that. Glow itself was. I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> the actual glow is awful, <laughs> but the it is. But the show, the is show so is so good. Yes. Um, and the documentary about the the documentary on Glow is good. Oh, but as a wrestling really fan, good. I would never go back and say I want to watch some matches from Glow. So, right. women's wrestling has come a very long way. Uh, all right. So moving Yay. on to best performance in a television series by uh, actor drama. We have Jason Bateman for Ozark, St- Stefan Jane for Homecoming, Richard Madden for Bodyguard, Billy Porter for Pose, and Matthew Reese for The Americans. I'm going to go with my Emmy 
trend that they're going to nominate the show that's leaving and award the show that's leaving. So I got Matthew Reese winning for the I Americans. Um, I actually, uh, I mean, I, I've mentioned before, uh, I've low-key watched the Americans since it started. And it's always been like an underrated show. And like, it's kind of crazy that like in the last, it's last season, it's got all the attention that it's gotten. I guess that's good that it finally got it. I hope he wins, though. He deserves it. He's going, really good. I'm going Jason show. Bateman, though. Jason Bateman? I'm going Bateman. It, I Ozark heard, is good, too. Uh, Ozark was actually a really quick binge, too, if you guys haven't watched it's Ozark. Like, I saw it like a year or two ago, or because we're on season two already. Yeah, one two. And I, it's been on my queue forever. I never got into it, but my buddy Surge said it's like a Breaking Bad. It's It's got Breaking yeah. Bad elements to uh, it. Yes, yeah. I've heard that comparison. So I gotta get. I gotta get into it. And then for actress, I think we're going to award the Americans again. But the nominees are Katarina Belfi for Outlander. Is Jen is Outlander that show that all the old women, women yeah. were at New York Comic Con? <laughs> yeah, that's we were, Outlander. So when we were at the Garden, yeah, we were, old broads like <laughs> dude. We were at the Garden for the Spider. It's, it's a really great um, book series. So and it's basically historical romantic fr- fiction. So when we were online waiting for uh, to get into the Madison Square Garden for near comic-con oh, there's like romantic. these old ladies All behind ladies. it and i'm like oh i think they asked jenny and i so what are you here for i'm like oh we're here for daredevil and spider-man they're like what i'm like what are you here for they're like outlander but it I'm wasn't like, until like four o'clock and it was like 9 a.m oh wow they're camping out yeah, yeah they camped out for the whole day that they got into the panel how, how sweet right yeah <laughs> if they knew that probably the garden would probably be empty by the time outlander <laughs> would be there but um we have that. We have Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale. We have Sandra Oh for Killing Eve. Julia Roberts for Homecoming and Carrie Russell for The Americans. I think they're going to give it to Carrie Russell. Yeah. I would love Felicity to win, but the Golden Globes, they love Julia Roberts. They oh, do her. they? Uh, so, I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen Homecoming. I heard she's actually really good on it. But uh, I want to pick Carrie Russell. I'm gonna go. Yeah, but, I, I'm. But I, the Golden Globes love Julia Roberts, so I wouldn't be like I'll pick her as like my dark horse, Julia Roberts. Okay. But yeah. like I want Carrie Russell to get it. And then. Well, that... I hear Killing You is really good, so maybe I actually Sandra... heard that, and oh. she's hosting. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but Handmaid's Tale is also really good. But she won it last. Year. She won a no. She didn't win it last year, did she? Ah, she won the Emmy. Emmy. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I haven't finished season two yet. I'm halfway through, but. Um, could be also Elizabeth Moss. You never know. I think they'll double up on the re- on the rewarding. The and Americans, that, and that goes to my next, the next category to finish up on TV as best television series drama. The Americans, Bodyguard, Homecoming, Killing Eve, and Pose. I got the Americans winning. See, I think here, I think this is where they're going to give the cater to the show that's leaving. I think the Americans will get yeah. it here. Um, I don't know about yeah. the individuals though. Jen, I think Bodyguard is too new. That I don't know. Remember, they love giving on, new shows. I know, but it's only on Netflix, so I don't know if. I guess that would be the same for Pose, right? Because that's new. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. So maybe the Americans. And then for comedy, I got Barry, The Good Place, Kidding, The Kaminsky Method, and Mrs. Maisel. I think it's Maisel. So Maisel. like last year, Maisel. Well, that one's a good place to. Win. Like last year, I picked Mrs. Maisel when it was the new show. So you're and going for the new, new I'm show? going for Barry. Okay. Oh, wow, you're going to... Okay. Because last year I picked Maisel, and like I mentioned, it won because the Globes love giving new shows love. And I'm surprised. I didn't even notice that when we discussed our nominations a few weeks ago, I didn't notice that Stranger Things didn't get nominated this year because it was nominated last year. Did it qualify for it? That might be the reason why. Hmm. Because they released their seasons in 
random times because I know season three is not going to be out till next summer. So as yeah. opposed to like the September release or whatever. Yeah, yeah. All right. So moving on to film now, let's kick it off with best foreign language film, which I think this is a unanimous pick. Uh, nominees are are girls. Never look away. Roma, shoplifters, and Capernaum. Uh, Roma. This is Roma. Yeah, and I've only seen Roma, so <laughs> the, the only one I've heard of. So Roma. <laughs> uh, best animated film. Uh, the Incredibles two, Isle of Dogs, Ralph breaks the internet, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I have said since before the movie came out. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I'm going to continue to roll with it. Look, as Sp- a resident nerd shit expert, I'm still going Spider-Verse 2. <laughs> I'm going to go with it, uh, but I, 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 part of me just wants to pick Pixar, because Pixar always wins, but I think Spider-Man, and, and the fact that it's making a lot of money, there's a lot There's a lot in its corner for it to win. It's because it's so original. I think that's it. It's, that's it's very different from what we've seen. Like we know what to expect with Pixar movies, and they're yeah, and they're great. They're Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're not shitting on Pixar. Absolutely we love Pixar, not. but the fact that Spider Man is so different and so loved and it's making money, it's yeah. pretty much checks off all the boxes mm-hmm. for you, Jen. I'm gonna go with Spider Verse. Okay, cool. All right. So next up, next up is best original score. <sighs> the nominees are A Quiet Place, First Man. Mary Poppins Returns, I Love Dogs, and Black Panther. This is gonna break my heart. But first, man, I, I, it's lost so much steam. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Mary Poppins Returns is gonna win here. I don't even remember that Quiet Place had a score. Yeah, I, I, it was a cool <laughs> nomination, but I don't remember much of it. Um, yeah, I got Mary Poppins, Poppins. winning. Same. My upset, and you know my. Balls to the wall pick is first man because I think it is the best score of the year. But uh, we'll see what happens. I got Mary Poppins. Leo, you're on Mary Poppins. Poppins. G. Uh, well, I I heard I haven't seen so I I've heard great things about the first man score. Like it could still win even though the movie itself is lost steam. I hope so. Like it's it's the one that it's the one in cinematography that I'm most passionate about the movie. Hmm. Like they sh- those two should should win. Jen, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first man. Um, yeah, I think I'd go with First Man. <laughs> I think I'd go with First Man. I hope I'm wrong, so I really cool. hope I'm wrong here. Um, best original song? No, this is like... Would this be the easiest one to pick the entire season? So all the, all the, <laughs> the nominees are All the Stars, Girl in the Movies, Requiem for a Private War, uh revelation and shallow i also see the oscar five being completely different outside of uh, all the stars and shallow so i'm just doing this because you're not she's not gonna win it's shallow she's not gonna win you You don't know that you don't know that okay girl in the movies from dumplin my girl dolly barton (laughs) that's like that's so bossable that's like going for a two-point conversion in the super bowl when you can tie it with a field goal she's been nominated before she's not gonna win before yeah so this is yeah, I think she, I think she won for Trans Trans America. She didn't win yeah, yeah. for nine to five. No, I don't know. I don't. Think That's so. crazy. You should check that out. Um, Shallow. Shallow. You did see a Star Is Born. That's yeah. another one you saw. Shallow. Did you like it? Absolutely. All right. So Shallow. yeah, Shallow. And I also think so, like for the Oscars, can like how many songs if they were to nominate two. other songs from a Star Is Born, could they get nominated? Two. Like, can they? Because La La, La 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 Land submitted could only submit two, and they got nominated oh. for two. Oh, okay. So um. 
And I would pick Shallow in the end song. I forgot the name of it. I don't know if you, if if they do get in for two. I think it'll be that. Um, here comes the toughy. Here comes the toughy one. Best screenplay. So here at the Globes, they don't separate original and adapted. They just throw everything together. So the nominees are Alfonso Cuarón for Roma, Tony McNamara, Deborah Davis for the favorite, Barry Jenkins for If Beale Street Could Talk, Adam McKay for Vice. Peter Farrelly, Brian Carey, Nick Vallelonga for Green Book, and I have the favorite winning best screenplay here. Wow. I'm going, even though I haven't seen it from what I've gathered and from what I've seen, I'm actually going Vice for best screenplay. That would be so fun. It's such a fun, like, yeah, screenplay. Cause it, cause it, the way, yeah, the way it's, yeah. Roma, well, like... I'm going to support the brothers and pick... Wow. That's my, I that love, would be my upset, though. I love that we're all picking different, like, this, this is definitely Jen? dividing all of us. Um... Support the brothers, Jen. <laughs> she's, gonna, she's gonna pick Alfonso Cuarón to make it a complete. Know, full, yeah, just all of us are gonna go. All Everyone's off. different, uh, and then none of us got it right. Imagine. <laughs> I know that'd be really funny. Well, Green Book, Green Book has a shot. Yeah, I, I would actually for screenplay. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I have the favorite. This is hard. I'm, yeah, this is this is a hard one. I get to finally see it. What the favorite? Yeah, it's so good. Over there. So yeah. good. Like we're finally getting the smaller movies now. I was like, see, I feel like, like the favorite would be really. The favorite had a lot of like very witty. Yeah, it's a very well written. It's a very like, well written. Very film. like like even when they were insulting you, you were like, it felt like a compliment because of the way they told you. Like it was like <laughs> <laughs> like the dialogue was very was very intelligent and very. Um, and I hate. Hate, hate, uh. hate period pieces. So the fact that I love the favorite and it was on. Yeah, like I thought it was going to be like really boring and I was like, uh, uh, Far from Emma it. Stone movie I got to watch for David. So, uh. It's better than The Revenant. You shut your mouth. <laughs> it was all Leo. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the favorite. All right, cool. So, <laughs> I know I, I was hoping she'd go different. Really so all of us would be different, different on yeah. this one. Um, so best director in a motion picture. So the nominees are Alfonso Cuaron, Bradley Cooper, Peter Farrelly, Spike Lee, Adam McKay. I, I have Brad- love Spike Lee to win. I have Bradley Cooper, but Spike Lee is my alternate because I yeah I have hmm. Bradley Cooper too. But I, go, I, I, I love Cooper. Spike. So if people if people want to go, voters want to go different. The, the Star is Born reminds me a lot of La La Land because it's like the favorite for so long. Yeah. Not not literally the movie, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so it's been the favorite for so long. Right now, it's where we might see chinks in the armor. So Spike Lee's would be my balls to the wall upset, and I also think that might be my balls to the wall upset at the Oscars. Hmm. So we'll get to that later. Um, so I have Bradley Cooper winning here, though. You got Bradley Cooper as well, Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. Jenny's stuck again. No, I think Cooper would win, but I would like. I really did actually. Out of all four of these movies, I would say I like Black Klansman. Over Starsborn? A little bit, yeah. Because it was really it was really good. Yeah. I mean a Star a Star is Born was good, but it was what I expected it to be. I expected it to be this romance and the and the music and so it was exactly what. But Black Klansman, I didn't really and like I said, like it already moved up. So it's not my favorite Spike Lee movie because I still do the right thing. It, but it's like above everything else I think that I've seen of his. Become my favorite my Spike Lee movie. So, you're saying. Yeah, you were like surprised because it was to really it. good, really and good. I didn't know what to like expect because I didn't, you know, I didn't know what the movie was about. Gee, have you seen it yet? Yeah, I did. I liked it a lot. I actually watched it last week with a friend. I thought it was really good. It's one of his best movies, I think. 
Yeah. I still like 25th Hour more. That's like my favorite Spike Lee movie. And then but, I, uh, I have it's, a, it's really good. I have it over. Like I move. He got because I maybe because we he love. He got game. I he got game maybe because I play basketball and Absolutely. I played it all my life. I adore. Based he got the game. Stephon Marbury. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, so, yeah, moving on to supporting actress. Uh, the nominees are Amy Adams for Vice, Claire Foy for First Man, Regina King for Beale Street, Emma Stone for The Favor, or Rachel Vice for The Favorite. So This is your lock. I, I have Regina King. I think that's a lock. But if she doesn't win, her not getting nominated for SAG is very, very mm. tricky. It's, strange, right? it's very strange, especially she's if she's the front runner for the Oscars. That's why I brought her down at, in my Oscar predictions. Because, like, Margot Robbie took her spot at the SAG Awards. I yeah, I agree. For Mary Queen Scott. I think so, too. Um, if Regina King doesn't win by any for any reason, then her I think her Oscar chances are really going to drop. If she, so this is that's why I put it as a lock, because I liked her in it. But if she doesn't win, I do have one of the favorite girls winning, either Emma Stone or Rachel Vice. That is her. My... Do you want your girl Emma to win? <laughs> oh, if Emma Stone wins, I may throw chairs of happiness too, and then I had, I'd be like, I'd be like, Jen, Bay has more globes than Leo. <laughs> wow! Really? Oh, if Emma Stone pulls off an, an Oscar upset, and she has more Oscars than Leo, oh Oscar no! Nominations. In Oscar Leo? wins. Wins, wins W's. Well, you she know, she only needs like she only needs to win like one. One like, more, yeah. Well, like not, not, the number isn't too high. Not everyone can recognize greatness the same way. So, <laughs> no, nah, Leah should have more than one. Not, I, yeah, should, so I think he's been yeah. robbed a few times, but whatever. I always thought like because like he like I think he campaigned for Blood Diamond over the Departed. Big mistake. Big mistake. He could have. So if the the Departed, I would say it's an ensemble cast. I don't think. The, Leo would be the lead, yeah. uh, very soft lead. Yeah, but I think if he went supporting for The Departed, he would have won. But I agree. Yeah. I think The, the Departed is the ensemble. Then I do not like... like Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond. I thought it was good. I thought the acting was, was okay. Good. And, it, it's not better than the and, I, and like, sometimes, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Sometimes the appearance of the actor in the movie, and it's very, like, like, pretentious of me to say but like it's very distracting like when i watch natural born killers uh it's woody harrelson and who's the female in it is that oh, patricia uh, arquette no uh, no uh julia lewis she's very distracting like her look is very distracting leo with spiky hair is extremely distracting why that's like <laughs> one of his signature looks no it's not no it's looks. not He's and he's known for with bad, the, h- along with the, with the, the long, the long he's, hair, and he's long known for the haircut yeah. the other signature look. The, and he's known for bad movies with the spiky hair. The beach only Jen likes the beach. <laughs> no, I don't like the beach. It's bad, Jen. I don't like the beach. <laughs> no. It's so bad. I would say he sometimes was sometimes you just have to sit through a few bad ones. Man and I, the Iron Mask. And I also think too, it's more on the the actors feel like they don't want to win for certain categories because I think Leo would have won for Django. Because I think he's better than Christoph Waltz was in Django. I think Leo was the best part of the movie. So I think he would have won for that. So, I mean, whatever. Well, we all have Regina King here, right? Yeah. Yep. Jen? Yes. Okay, cool. So moving on to Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture. Um, nominees are Mahershala Ali for Green Book. Uh, Tim- Timoth- as G say, Timothy Shalamala Ding Dong for A Beautiful Boy. <laughs> Adam Driver for Black Klansman, Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell for Vice. Um, 
Wow, he got nominated for Vice? Yeah, and he really wasn't in it that no. long. Hey, well, I would like to point out that Dame Judy Dench won for Shakespeare in Love for six minutes worth of screen time. <laughs> Damn. This is this may be the toss-up because this is the one that they gave uh, the year Mahershala won the Oscar for uh, in like, Nocturnal An- was it Nocturnal Animals? Oh, oh the, yeah, that fucking uh, Aaron, Taylor. Aaron Taylor Aaron, Johnson. Yeah. Beat. Oh, Aaron, no, yeah, that guy. He won, didn't he? So and then he Quicksilver. Did. That's Quicksilver. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. lord. Yeah, the, other guy, the other guy from Savages. That guy won. Um, <laughs> oh, nice callback. Yeah. So I have I have Mahershala winning here because he's the best performance out yeah. of the ones that I've seen yeah, on here. Yeah, I think Mahershala. And then Richard E. Grant would be the upset. Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? I want to see it. I do want to see, see it though. It already left our. It, it's, it's gone. yeah, it's gone from here. <laughs> it got it, 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 it. We only had it for a week at our arc light. All right, so best performance by an actor in a musical or a comedy. So the nominees are Viggo Mortensen for Green Book, Robert Redford for The Old Man and the Gun. I think I'm the only person on this planet that has seen that movie. <laughs> uh, John C. Riley for Stan and Ollie, Lin Manuel Miranda for Mary Poppins Returns, and Christian Bale for Vice. <laughs> so when Miranda got nominated, I was like, why? Because he's not a lead, but he's a lead. Like oh, he's really, really good in it. I thought I wrote in my review; it's coming out this week. His, I thought his uh, accent would be very distracting. It really isn't, and he has the best musical number in the movie, hmm. two of the best and the best. So as well, as well deserved. But You're going Miranda? No, no way. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, I got uh, Christian Bale. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I thought you were leading. I thought you were like, yeah, and this is why he should win. <laughs> yeah. Like, gee, the whole time I'm like, is he trying to convince us that why Miranda no, should win? No, right no, now? Do we think Robert Redford will pull in the... Could be. It's the Globes. Yeah. Because like, this is his I last movie. Like, I, I say Christian Bale, but my Dark Horse, even though I haven't seen it, I just heard good things. I think Viggo Mortensen could possibly win too. That's my number two. Hmm. Yeah. Viggo's great. Viggo was my pick until I saw Vice, actually. My friend Chris- let me borrow the screener yesterday, so I will probably watch it soon. And you say... You say mm. Mahershala, uh, not Mahershala. No, you say it'll, it'll Christian Bale. Go to Bale. Yeah. All right. But then, I'm like, I'd be kind of happy if it'd be Robert Redford. Me too. Well, because he's old and he's retiring, and he's <laughs> he is but good I'm in the good. movie. I know you guys probably won't like. Maybe Jenny will like it, but I it's. Like I heard it. it's slow as fuck. It is. <laughs> it's it's really I liked it a lot. Um, best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. So the nominees are Bradley Cooper. For Star is Born, William Defoe for the Painter movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's always one movie every year. They're like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> L- Lucas Hedges for Boy Race, which is I love that nomination because I really like Boy Race. Yeah, it was really good. Rami yeah. Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, and my favorite nomination because he's I think he's gonna get the Oscar nom is John David Washington for Black Klansman. I thought they were gonna leave him out, it's gonna be like but he's. Oh, he's, he, he got like a sag. He got a sag. He got a sag. Once he got Globe and sag, I'm like, he's in. Yeah, he's so he's gonna Danny Kaluuya himself into an Oscar nom because last year Danny Kaluuya After was having like, seen it, I get it. He's good, and Jen yeah. thinks he's like his father. He sounds. He sounds exactly. Yeah, he, like does. he does. Sound like not no, it. he does. There's like certain, not the entire time, but there's certain words yeah. that he says in certain ways certain that if you listen, you're like, not in Ballers though. Have you seen Ballers? No, I haven't seen Ballers. Yeah, because like we were watching the movie, and I actually didn't know who he was before we started watching the movie, and I hadn't really seen Ballers like that, and I didn't put the two together. But like I'm listening to him, and I'm like, this dude sounds like Denzel. Like I'm like, is he trying to like impersonate him? Like what? And then I looked him up, and I was like, oh shit, that's his son. And so I was like, yeah sounds like 
Exactly. I think it's his oldest too. So and while I love, but while I love the nomination, he ain't winning <laughs> for shit. Um. So this is where things may change in the Os- in the Oscar race. I have Rami Malek. You got Rami. And now he can still he can still say Golden. I got Rami Malek too, but I, I will go love Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. Cooper Malik would be second choice. Yep. So I got. Oh, um, so my my friend actually saw. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of like Lucas Hedges, saw Ben is back, <clears throat> and has seen like all of his major movies, like so Boy Race, Ben is back, and Manchester by the Sea. And he was like, Lucas Hedges is really good, but he's like in serious danger of being typecast as that kind of kid, and like all like those kind of movies. Like he's like basically the same, and like all the, three. Is he the same in mid nineties? Because that's him too. Isn't oh, he I in that? Yeah. As the older brother. Hmm. That's very divisive that. too. Yeah. Mid ninety. That's the Jonah Hill directing. That film. went really quick to digital. Yeah. Um, so I do have Rami Malik here. I think this is where things start to turn. Um, because I don't think the Oscars giving Bradley Cooper three Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> so I think where he loses might be here at the Oscar. I mean at the in the actor role. Um but he is my number two. So if Rami Malek doesn't win, then Bradley Cooper's taking it. Uh, all right. Lead actress in a comedy or musical. Nominees are Emily Blunt for Mary Poppins Returns, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, Elsie Fisher, Eighth Grade, Charlize Theron for Tully, and Constance Wu for Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, <laughs> Why'd you say her name like that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm glad someone else caught that. I was like, uh. <laughs> So actually, this is the exact order I ha- I would have them rank them. I would have yeah, Constance Wu is like that will be number five. Like so I wish they would I do think something. The nomination for her was like enough. Like it was like a good yeah. I wish they would do something fun and give Elsie Fisher, but because she's so great in eighth grade. But um, I have Emily Blunt because I think she's the number two at the Oscars. Jen? Oh really? Yeah, I agree. I was like, I was all convinced about that until the reviews were just like kind of in the middle. Cause it was th- like 70 something percent. Yeah, because right oh, now it's at 78 or 79, something like that. Yeah. Um, she's not the. I don't even think there's too many problems with it. I think she's literally the best part of the movie. Like, there's no denying it. She is. It's very hard to fill a role that won the Oscar. Fair. Yeah. And she's just as good as Julie Andrews. She, that's, I, that's that's a lot. That's, that's a lot. Like that's saw, a thing. You saw the favorite, like Olivia Coleman. Like I think she, she's in the wrong category. She's not. So, Oli- like, I've heard different things. Like I've heard what you said, where it's like, yo, she's not really like the lead, and then I've heard other people say like she clearly is. So I don't. I guess I don't know if like perceptions are just different for people watching it. I think t- when you see you, I guess you'll let us know. I yes, Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz are trying to get her admiration to become quote unquote the favorite. But it's not her story. It is clearly, if you really want to pick one to be the lead, even though it's an ensemble cast, if you have to pick one, it's Emma Stone's story. She is the one that comes in from, she is like, what, Jen disagrees. I don't know. I think they both share it. I think it's between Rachel and Emma. Because I understand what you're saying with like her coming in and trying to make a name for herself and trying to get over. But I think like... You have that strong character in, in Rachel Vice's character. Like, her character is, like, the main 
catalyst that what sort of drives Emma Stone to sort of want to take over and get the affection of the Queen. So I don't know. I yeah, because as the movie opens, but you're both saying that it's not Emma. Olivia Coleman, though. Right. <laughs> no, she's not a lead. I don't think she's a lead. <laughs> she's lead because she's the Queen, but not because, like, we don't. We don't, I mean, at least me, I didn't care that much about her. Neither did I. I cared more about Rachel and Emma's story. And I don't and think she was that great drive. in it. That's they're another drive. thing. I, I, I don't get the buzz on I this I don't one. think she's bad. She's fine. She's not but, great. And I actually will be very interested to see, because she's going to be Queen Elizabeth in The Crown in the upcoming next two seasons of it. So oh, the, another old lady Yeah, she's going to, no, The Crown is <laughs> <Wow>. so good. <laughs> no disrespect to any uh, old ladies that listen yes, to this podcast. It's so good. <laughs> so, but yeah, I got... For here, I got Emily Blunt, and yeah. Olivia Coleman is my de facto number two. Yeah. Most musical of the performances. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, so best support, best actress in a motion picture drama: uh, Glenn Close, The Wife, Lady Gaga, Star Is Born, Nicole Kidman for Destroy, Melissa McCarthy, Can You Forgive Me, and Roseman Pike for Private War. Uh, Gaga on this? Any different? Yeah. Gaga. The Globes, the Glo- and the Globes like her too. I mean, they gave her one for American Horror Story when she didn't deserve it. So, Jen, <laughs> Jen, um, yeah, I would say Gaga. Okay, cool. All right, so last two awards: Best Motion Picture Comedy or Musical. Nominees are Crazy Rich Asians, The Favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, or Vice. This one's a little tough, but I'm gonna go with Green Book. I went with Green Book. Okay, I, I, I okay. I asked someone who saw Green Book if it was like a comedy, and they they were like, I didn't really think so. They thought it was a drama, but I, I like I'm so I haven't seen it. I, I'm gonna watch it later today. I think it's more dramedy, to be honest. Like I don't really find it. it has I found it funny moments, but it's not. But it also has that drama feel. However, when you give the Martian this award, everything gets thrown out the window. Yep. I mean, if we were if we were basing it purely on like pure comedy, like if you're like I would pick crazy rich Asians, but like they're not gonna it's not gonna win but like i i guess i'll pick green book because everyone else is probably going that way or you know what if green book or the favor is my hmm. my number two on the all right so However, crazy rich Asians will likely win the sack <laughs> or black panther probably black panther yeah. Black Panther, I think. All right. And then finishing off for the Globes, Best Picture Drama. Black Panther, Black Klansman, If Beale Street Could Talk, A Star is Born, Bohemian Rhapsody. I think G. I think G would throw fits (laughs) if Bohemian Rhapsody won this. (laughs) I will throw all the chairs. So I got. Every single chair I can find. So I have a Star is Born. Star is Born. Star is Born. But the fun upset would be if Black Panther. Black Panther? Oh my God. Black Twitter will go off when Black Panther. I, I will win. buy chairs to throw in happiness. Just what if Black Panther, Panther wins? <laughs> <laughs> so that pretty. I mean, it would be cool if it won. I mean, like, I, 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 uh, I like Black Panther. I just, I just, mm, I feel bad when I say this because, like, I, my my mom is like so hyped on it too. She's like, it's a very important movie for us. <laughs> it, it just like, I feel like it's just getting a lot of the attention it's getting because of. Like that, like just a, it's a cultural phenomenon more than a great movie. That's fair. Yeah. It, yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for it, and I think it opens the door for like other movies like it to get attention, which is cool. What do you guys think? Especially on a superhero genre, you think this no, opens no, can no, of worms for that too? It's, it's definitely a good movie. It's a very enjoyable movie. It's visually stunning. Um, but yeah, I think it got a lot of like hype and momentum because of like the social commentary and just like when it came out. 
Um, I don't think it takes Absolutely. away from how good a movie it is, but I, I think G is completely right. I think there's like a lot of like extra hype on it because of the the other stuff. Like, do you do you think it was an accident? They like opened it during Black History Month when they opened no, this year. No, no. <laughs> and you know what? I know it sounds terrible, but it was probably a white executive who decided to. No, do that. he's probably like we should open yeah. it during that 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 Black Month in February. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no disrespect to like, Disney and or Marvel. So like, <laughs> old white guy was like, yeah. So right, right now to finish up, I want to go over the Oscars, and we're talking about Black Panther. So right now, I have a nominee for twelve Oscars. So if it if it doesn't win anything, it would become the biggest loser in the history of the Academy Awards. And I don't have it winning anything. What about costumes? I don't think it's winning costumes. Who do you got winning costumes? Uh, right now, it's a favorite, probably. <laughs> <laughs> just, right. be, just because it's called actually, the favorite, actually the favorite, favorite. Is, <laughs> the favorite is my number one right now. Like, how many different ways can you dress up British people from that era? Like, that's, quite, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> so I'll run through. I'll run through the text real quick, and then we'll get to to finish up on the main categories. So foreign language film, I had the same five as Globes, and Roma's my number one. Um, documentary feature, I have Won't You Be My Neighbor as my number one. Uh, black, best original song, I have Shallow. But this is where I differ. I have Shallow as my number one. I have All the Stars as my number two. I think that's kind of mm. pretty safe there. Then I have Triple Little Life Fantastic from Mary Poppins Returns. I have Revelation from Boy Erase. And I have Dolly Out because I love the song from Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet. A Place Called Slaughter Race. I think Good that pick. could get in. Good Jen's pick. like, ugh. ugh. You'd be surprised. Don't, don't, uh... You watch out. I bet you should grab a nomination. It's she'd get it because it's who she is. I wouldn't shock me. Because she's fantastic. <laughs> <sighs> so for best original score, I have Mary Poppins is my number one right now, and then I have uh First Man's number yeah. two. I have Black Klansman in there, I have Black Panther in there, and then I have a Bill Streak of Talk in there right now. Uh Best Visual Effects. This is where I think First Man's gonna win. So I have visual effects. I have first man. I have Ready Player One. If you got Ooh, for visual effects yeah. on here, I have Avengers: Infinity War. I have Black Panther, and then I have uh, Mary Poppins Returns on there. So sound editing and sound mixing, I have first man winning those two as well. But I also have a Star is Born nominated for. Um, what is it for that? Yeah, so I have a Star is Born as my number two for both. Mary Poppins Returns, Black Panther for both, and then I have Roma in one, and then I have Ready Player One. As my five in the other, I'm digging the Ready Player One uh, noms. Yeah, I lo- I love play- Ready Player One. Uh, makeup and hairstyling. I think this is Vice. I'm so glad you didn't say the favorite. I would have thrown a chair at you. Well, I have <laughs> <laughs> so makeup and hairstyling. I have nominees. I have Vice, Black Panther, and Mary Queen of Scots. Because hmm. yeah. they always yeah. throw a bad movie in there, so oh, I think that'll yeah. be. What do you say? Well, but Margot Robbie's so like bad. transformation. You saw it? No, it looks bad. I don't know. I have no interest in it. Uh, for best film editing, I have A Star Is Born, Green Book, Black Panther, Black Klansman, and If Beale Street Could Talk. I think I'm going to move If Beale Street out because it's, it's losing a lot of steam, so that might be taken out in my Wait, next why round. Is it losing steam? Yeah, I don't think it it, it wouldn't shock me if it misses everything. Hmm. Like for nominations or like wins? Everything. No, like it doesn't get nominated for anything. <gasps> right now, it's my number ten in picture. Oh my god! Because it's it's missing a lot. Seen it. I'm just basically on that trailer with killing me softly. <laughs> <laughs> so Jen, I liked it more than Jen, but Jen still liked it. But no, it, Jen, I you liked like it. it. 
David thinks just because I don't have a lot of comments right after the movie that I didn't like. I just said I liked it more than you. I didn't really say that you hated it. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that I didn't like it. I'm like, I loved it, but Jen despised it. No, I thought it was good. There was just one scene where I think it dragged a little bit too long that I think we didn't need all of it. I understand why it was there. And without spoiling anything, it's just I just think it could have been cut a little bit shorter. Hmm. And for me, that would have been a it would have paced the film a little bit better, but I really enjoyed like the love story and um, the ending was good. It was kind of what I expected. So, you know, um, but it was good for film editing. This might be where it. black Panther wins. I don't have it as my number one, but, but then you think they got to give it something. They got to give it something. Can you imagine though? The Twitter rage, if it goes over 12, Oh my god, black Twitter is gonna go off. <laughs> so <laughs> best just call everybody racist. Best costume <laughs> for costume like, I oh, Yeah, y'all racist as fuck. <laughs> like, it's gonna be the whole I can't wait to go on Twitter the night of the Oscars. For costume I do have the favorite winning. Just my number one right now. Because it's a period piece. Yeah. <laughs> I have Mary Poppins. Uh, okay. my, I, I'm with G on this one, bro. Mary Pieces always win this this award. They do. I know they do, they do, they do. It's always some like old like white woman that wins. <laughs> So I I have Mary Poppins as my number two at least. That's not a period piece. <laughs> no, got, but I thought the costume was very good, British. at least for her. That's it. it that's it. Yeah, good. it's either British or so, a period piece. So I got Black got Panther. David's vote. I got. Oh, you're gonna hate my number five. I got Black Panther. Lakeisha from Wakanda can never win a costume. Black Panther. <laughs> 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 I got Black Panther as my number three. Okay. I got Mary Queen of Scots as my number four, and then oh, here comes the hate. I, I have Fantastic Beasts: The wow. Crimes of Grindelwald as my number five on costume. Oh, look at that creeping in, that little like kind of flop. It's also British though. It's also British though. I think yeah, if it, it, it fits David's uh, his my trending. My right trending. <laughs> so cinematography, I still have First Man as number one. Uh, by you don't think Roma's gonna upset that? I mean, no, I think Roma's number. Roma's Wait, the. Yeah, first man, like first man, winning a lot of technical awards. Yeah, yeah, you're really high on that. So, oh, it's technically it's a beautiful. I mean, I think it's my number one of the year. So, uh, technically it's gorgeous, but cinematography and score are the two best things in the movie. Um, so I have cin- for cinematography, I have, and I lost it here. Right? So I first man, but like Jen said. Because first man is losing steam, it wouldn't shock me if Roma wins. Yeah. So then I have if Beale Street could talk. So far, I still have it in here, but I have the favorite and Black Panther in here as well. Production. I need to see the, need to see the favorite now. Production design. I have the favorite <laughs> winning. Uh, <laughs> Mary. I feel, I, I feel like David's been like Jedi <laughs> mind tricked into knowing like th- thinking the. F- white women. <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie you want to nominate. <laughs> I have Mary Poppins returns for production design as my number two. I have First Man number three, Black Panther number four, and once again, Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald as my number well, like, five. I'm making fun of you picking the favorite a lot, but I love, love, love snarky British humor, so I can't really wait to see it. Yeah. Once we <laughs> watch I, it, we're going to be like, yo, David was right. Man. And if you never see a Yorgos Lanthimos film, this might be the one to get you started because he's a very out there director. He is. Yeah. Like, I love The oh, Lobster. Like, he did, like, the, what, what was his other movies? The, uh, the Killing um, of a Sacred Deer. Deer, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I really, that. really liked. I really liked David it. David made me watch The Lobster and it was so slow. It's good. It's very good. It's good. And it's slow, though. I was it's just weird. turned off that I didn't want to see. Um, the I, I heard the that the favorite is like one of like 
if if you're gonna like pick a mainstream movie, that's the that's, that's the, the one to go. Yeah, thing he's done. Yeah, I agree. Um, best animated feature. I still have Spider Man number one, The Incredibles number the two, Ralph Breaks the Internet number three, Isle of Dog number four, and then Mariah number five. The only reason I have it in there is because it's getting in everywhere. So that's my number five. Adapt- adapted screenplay. I have Black Klansman, my number one. I have A Stars Born number two. I have Can You Ever Forgive Me number three. I have Mary Poppins and Returns number four. And then right now, just in there is Beale Street. Not sure. Man, I wish the hate you give me, you know, man. Bitches. Sorry. Hey, I'm, I'm serious. It's such a good movie. I don't understand why it's not. Whatever. Um, for original screenplay, I have the favorite number one. I have Green Book number two. I have Roma number three. I have Eighth Grade number four, and I have uh, Vice number five. For supporting actress, just to finish off, I have <sighs> just because Maybe. I love her. I have Emma Stone as my number one. <laughs> I have. Oh. Why? Why? Tell me. No, why. no, I'm, I'm, I'm messing with. No, I'm fucking. With, no, no, I, no. Jen will agree. Emma Stone and Rachel Vice were better than Regina King. In the so film. I heard that Regina King has like one or two. She has. Strong she has moments. two big scenes. I think would it be the one in the in the alley with that person? Well, <laughs> with the picture. Well, that's <laughs> that's a strong scene. I appreciate it. But I think the one I really liked was the one, the one the in the to yeah, mother, yeah, yeah. I like that. She was putting her in her place, and she's like, "Bow down, bitch! Like, get out of here." She. <laughs> Wow, this wow, is this is that. not the movie I thought it was. <laughs> so like, she didn't say that, but like, she literally said that. But it was basically like, right now. Wow. but it was like, oh god, if you, yeah, don't say anything. It makes me so angry. This scene, and so this is where David's like, because I do not promote domestic violence, but she fucking or any clapped violence, for her during the movie. But I was so ready to punch this woman in the face, not Regina King, the other woman, that I was like, oh no, because she said something very Shh. vile. And, and very bad and her ex-husband got up and like slapped her and i was and i was like yes because this woman was like oh so deserving of it she said something very bad yeah and so i was like but no in all seriousness i do have Reg- <gasps> i do have regina king number one then i have uh rachel vice and emma stone two and three uh claire foy and then amy so adams rachel, rachel vice is better than emma stone uh i think they're both equally good hmm. oh, okay but they both have Oscars, so I'll go with the one that won it before. Like it's been longer. By the way, has was, uh, I haven't watched. I've only seen The Constant Gardener once, and I don't even remember it. I no, I didn't. I, I, didn't know <laughs> I know that's what she won for back in the day. Listen, I'm 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 bougie as fuck with movies sometimes, and I'll watch like stuff that other people want. I can't. Even, I will never watch The Constant Gardener. <laughs> like I'll never. <laughs> like I'll never watch The English Patient. Oh my god! And the English Patient is so hard to get through. It's, it's so slow. <laughs> yeah, like I own it because I bought this like best picture Blu-ray set just to like own certain movies, and that's on it. And it's <laughs> you still haven't watched. It. And the disc uh, is as clean as a whistle. So I think I think because I wanted I think because I, no I, I wanted to buy Brokeback, and that was like a set that included Brokeback, and I was like, right, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> I guess I have to own it. I guess and I then I'm like, it. oh, I see the English patient there staring at me every Oscar season, and I'm like, watch me, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm so I out. Watch me and Girls again. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Uh, so well, I mean, there's some Oscar movies that are just flat out boring. Yeah, like I'll never understand, and I've seen a little bit of it. I've never finished it. Gandhi beat ET in Best Picture, and I'll never understand that. Gandhi's is one of the you. Most- you have something in common with uh, Dawson on Dawson's Creek because he uh, thought that Spielberg was robbed because yeah, ET won and he didn't win over Gandhi. Listen, I may be in the minority here, but I think outside of Schindler's List, uh, ET's his best movie. 
Well, do you think ET didn't win because it's like a side? Yeah, it's not it would have won. Like, it's in today's climate, it would have won with yeah, the way. Yeah, I think so yeah. Too. it's a better movie. I don't. Whatever. Never getting. I don't know. There's nothing. I've only seen Gandhi once, and it was a long time ago. And it was. But there's nothing in Gandhi that can make me feel anything more than the last ten minutes or five minutes of ET. ET. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, facts. <laughs> um, it's actually like I, I love Jurassic Park, but I really think I haven't felt like. I guess an emotional attachment to a character. Yeah, like, there, I did. That Jurassic Park is really, really good. I, there's just not there's not a big emotional component to Jurassic Park though. Not at all. Uh, I, not at all. And I think that's why it's <laughs> better. Even though I love, I think Jurassic Park is amazing. They're just not. You don't really. You don't feel yeah, you anything. Don't when you're you don't. It, yeah. yeah. Um, that's why, like, in terms of ca- connecting to the character, I, that's why I really like Ready Player One. I really connected to the character. That's why people are like, I've spoken to people off the line. They're like, you think it's better than Jurassic Park? Because I said that I haven't felt attached to a character the way that I have since E.T. I'm not saying it's a better movie, but it's just but it, it, how you feel towards the character yeah, and stuff. And it, I'm uh, like, no, it, I don't think Jurassic Park is a, something that you hadn't been provoking. Exactly. Like, Jurassic Park is a much superior movie. It's just, you know, how I felt at the time. But yeah, so moving on to supporting actor to finish up here. Um, I have Mahershala still number one. I have Sam Elliott number two. Pretty much the same five outside of uh, Ad, uh, Sam Rockwell. I have Adam Driver, Richard E. Grant, and Timothy Shalamala Ding Dong. Shalamala Ding Dong. I swear, him and Lucas Hedges are going to be going after the same parts, man. Seriously, uh, lead <laughs> actor. So, I mean, like, I think they're only in the same like level. So, and then lead actress, I have Gaga's my number one. I have uh, Emily Blunt's my number two. I have Glenn Close my number three. Olivia Coleman number four. This ain't going to happen, but if it does, I'll mark out my balls to the wall prediction. I have Elsie Fisher getting in for eighth grade. That would be like so awesome. I wouldn't be. No, I really wouldn't be surprised. Like though. Good one, actually, like. They've nominated younger actresses like that before. Remember, when I was trying to figure out what the actress from that whale movie. I was like, "What's the one with the whale movie?" She was like twelve. What is, uh, it, is that? Whale show- rider. <laughs> well, who was it? Who was the nominee? Uh, I forget her name. Oh, I gotta okay. look it up now. Uh, uh, but what was Haley Seinfeld supporting when she got nominated, or was she lead? She was lead. Okay, so she was like twelve or thirteen when she got nominated. Yeah, and Elsie's fourteen, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, so it's possible. I mean, like, I mean, Anna Paquin when she got nominated, it was supporting, and she won. Yeah. And she won. Um, it's possible. I mean, I think like I feel like with the Oscars every year, there's like that one surprise—not really surprise nomination because you kind of like kind of expect it because they're good. And I think that she would probably be that person. Have you seen it yet? I, I did finally see it. I thought it was really good. It's kind of hard right to watch though. I told you. It's like, like I, 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 I thought like because I watched it with a friend who thought it was going to be like a kind of a light movie to watch. No, not at all. <laughs> and like it was not. <laughs> At we, all. Jen just found that yesterday, I think yesterday or this morning, that it was rated R. She's like, why is this rated R? Yeah. I didn't realize well, that. I think, and then I think they were going to, like, didn't they screen it for some kids? That, like, Middle I don't school know if they kids. Were gonna, uh, I heard they wanted to, like, cut a version that was, like, not R so kids could watch it. But then uh, uh, they actually, at this one school, they let them, like, watch it there because they felt like they should I, be able to see it. I agree. It's, they should see it the way. It's, I mean, it's not... I don't think there's anything too rated R about it, to be honest with you. So I'm yeah, so- it's not, it wasn't like what was hard about it for like when I was watching it. Like it's just like just that. Like I mean, I'm not a boy. I wasn't. I'm not a girl, but like you still feel that kind of like that unease and insecurity when you're that age. Yeah, I agree. And, like all that stuff that you, like, you kind of go through when you're that age, and that I thought that was like very real and honest. And I think that was the hard part. Like while we were watching it, I think for me too, the scene at the pool party was tough. Yeah, 
Yeah, my all, friend was mad. I'm, although was, mad. although was <laughs> although it was hilarious when she gave her that gift. She's like, it's yes. like it's like go fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so my movie... friend was like mad because I always like every time I recommend a movie for us to watch, it's always like something that I thinks is gonna be easy breezy. And I didn't think I I heard that it was hard to watch like certain parts. But I didn't think it would be that bad, and he was just like, "Man, you always make me watch this like fucking hard shit." <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So all my feelings. <laughs> so finish it. Finishing up real quick. So for lead actor, I have Bradley Cooper, Rami Malek, Vigo, Christian Bale, and John David Washington. I don't think there's any disagreements on that one. Director, I have Bradley Cooper as my number one. Spike Lee, my number two. Alfonso Cuarón, my number three. Uh, Peter Farrelly is my number four. Right now, I have Barry Jenkins in, but I'm thinking about. Um, putting Yorgos in for the favorite, but I'm not. Oh, I haven't. Jen, they're all men. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. yeah. It's about time the men get get some love get at some, the Oscars. It's about time those men get some notices. Seriously, we, we don't get recognized enough. <laughs> Such an asshole thing if some a- actor come or an actor comes out and says, and now the the all male nominee. You know what though? When 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 Natalie Portman did that at the Golden Globes last year, I thought that was such a boss thing. I thought it was really funny. Because it was very like that year that, that it deserved that, it, yeah. She there should have been just, a woman there. Yeah, I mean, and like it made sense for her to say it. Yeah, that's what but, kind like, of worried me that Greta wasn't going to get like, in. I heard like Destroyer is really good. That's directed by a woman. Like I heard that that's really a good movie. So like you know when that original article came out that there were no female nominees and like and, but that article didn't really give any examples. So I had to like look up like what the examples would be and I was like oh I guess there could have been, so, you know, a female nominee and then. And, well, you guys disagreed. Going back to actor before we go to picture, uh, you guys disagree that Malik is not number one for the Oscars right now, right? Uh, I don't know if we disagree. Uh, no, I think he but could be. It could be. I yeah. just think like it's more of like I'm, I don't want to take anything away from his performance because it's really good. Yeah. But, like I was, I wonder if like if you when you're awarding someone for like just like doing, how do you separate it from being a really good performance and just not like an impersonation of someone that we know? I don't think it was uh, an impersonation. Well, in a sense, it kind of has to be because he's acting as someone that we were all... Yeah, like, but like um, Gary Oldman won for playing Winston Churchill last year. Yeah. I don't think... And it was such a great performance. And I don't I don't really felt like it was an impersonation. I just feel like... I, you know, I, I say... That, like, I, it's funny because I always mention like Ryan Gosling or Jake Gyllenhaal being like, you know, the next Leonardo DiCaprio where like they're never going to win. And I feel like Bradley Cooper is one of those people too... Like, he's been consistently good in things, and he's been recognized with nominations and stuff, but he hasn't won anything yet. Oh, he'll win and, this like, year. I would like to see him win. I think, like, I think he was really good. I know, I know. like, Lady Gaga got mostly attention because, like, you know, we were more surprised that she was good because, like, you know, we know her more for being a singer and all that. Yeah. Um, but he was honestly really, really good in it, too. No, I and I agree, but I also really think as, as much praise as her. I just think that they don't. They're not. If they're going to give him director, they're not going to give him actor. I just it's I so rare. I I don't remember the last time that it's happened. I think it's happened in the fifties or sixties that. But it doesn't. Someone mean, directed doesn't himself. Mean he doesn't deserve it. it. Just means that because of the all the nominations. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking in terms of how yeah, they're thinking in yes. terms of spreading the love type of deal. Yeah. And I don't like think my friend like my friend didn't understand how this works either because like, we were talking about like just nominations and we were like bringing up people like Lucas Hedges and like people that are nominated for like, that could be nominated for multiple things like Nicole Kidman too. And I, I was mentioning like, well, like if he, he's in Boyer race and he's in Ben's back, so he could like split the vote and not get like nominated at all. Or like, you know, Nicole Kidman's in like destroyer and Boyer race. She might get a supporting actress nomination or she could get a lead, but they're not going to give her both. And my friend was like, well, why does that matter though? Like how, why would it like split any vote 
like if, like if they're just as good in like a particular movie, like why not nominate them for like both? And like uh, that's just not how it yeah. works. And it's also it's, you like, have to look at it um, because these Oscar voters sometimes don't see all the movies, so they'll just vote on hype, reputation, right? Reputation, and, and the fact that the last few years money has paid. A, dividend at the oscars and the fact that like look at bohemia rhapsody which we'll get into in a second like that made a lot of money yeah, yeah, yeah. so i think and i think that actually helped his chances like with golden globe sag and all that and you're right it might get a best picture nomination I- i'm prepared to throw oh gee really- you're gonna hate that <laughs> so as we as we get to best picture like, bad saying it because i did like it like I-, I did not like it i thought it was good i just don't think it's like great enough to like he's great enough so to be recognized and I and we're going. I mentioned that I have twelve odd nominations for Black Panther. <laughs> I need. I think I need to include it in a big category because I have it on all these texts and Best Picture. So if I replace, I have Barry Jenkins as my five. Like Ryan Coogler is oh, my number Ryan six. Cooler? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's gonna get in. I think Brit Jenkins is still in, but Ryan Coogler is my number six. I think. It I can... feel like more of a dark horse nomination for that would be Michael B. Jordan. If like, like I, I mean, oh, I wow. I know that's not gonna happen, but I feel like. If it did happen, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Like that would be the like the most warranted, I think, nomination. Nomination, yeah. yeah. Oh, I agree. All right, so ah, best picture. So this is my. I'm very confident in these being nominated. The in order, I have Stars Boys my number one. I have Black Klansman as my number two. I have Green Book as my number three. I have Roma as my number four. I have The Favorite as my number five. I have Black Panther as my number six. I have Mary Poppins as my number seven. And I have Bohemian Rhapsody as my number eight. I'm very, very, very confident. <laughs> like, I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if we're getting eight or ten or nine. Mm-hmm. But I think these eight are. I'm very confident. This is a solid list. This is what we're getting. I swear, I would be that person at, like, an Oscar show. Like when, if Bohemian Rhapsody was nominated, I'd be that guy that like you know you should be here, right? <laughs> you, you got that popular vote. <laughs> my, my number nine is Vice, and then my number ten, I because it's getting all these tech nominations, I don't see how you know it gets all these techs and doesn't get into picture. Oh, first, man. first man, so okay. that's pretty much where I'm at. But I'm confident about one through eight. I'm pretty sure Bohemian Rhapsody's in, and if it and Jen. Uh- Jen, Jen always loves bringing this up. It's British movie. BAFTA's gonna eat up Bohemian Rhapsody, so it's gonna have. So it's gonna eat a favorite too. Oh yeah, I think the favorite's gonna win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, but I think in terms of nomination, that means it'll have SAG, it'll have Globe, it'll have BAFTA. Bohemian Rhapsody gets the best picture nomination. Actually, we can put it on the website or on our Instagram, whatever. I will film myself throwing chairs. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's start our YouTube channel with you throwing chairs. <laughs> Angry chairs. And I feel bad because I'm like, yo, I liked it, but it shouldn't be here. No, it's I not, agree. It's really just It should him. not be nominated for Best Picture. The whole movie. Not that the movie was bad, but it was exactly no, what it was not. supposed like, to be. I feel like I, yeah. people think I hate it now because I'm like, oh, it shouldn't be there. They're like, I thought you liked it. I was like, but I it's only like him. It. It only him is the one that really needs the praise. That Hell, way. like fucking nominate Annihilation instead. I don't know. That was better. Like, I don't know, just, like, something else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what Agreed. it is when it comes to, like, because, yeah. I mean, it's one of those, reminds me of uh, Incredibly Close and whatever that movie's oh, called. Yeah, it's really loud. It's actually rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so, I, I, and no one hated, I mean, I don't think casual, no, no one hated, no one hated it. it. I mean, he made a lot of money. 
There's no visceral hate towards it. Like, there's visceral hate the, towards Vice. I think critics... I, it was one of those... Like, another example... I mean, I guess the other example being Venom, where, like, critics were like, oh, this isn't that great. And then audiences were like, well, fuck you. Like, we thought it was good. And it's still fresh. So, that's the yeah, other thing. Yeah, it, w- it was rotten for a bit, and then they moved up, like, the like closer it came out. Yep. All right, guys. So, that pretty much wraps up our Golden Globe nomination predictions. Uh, we'll be back in... T- Two weeks or a week or two? What are we back? January thirteenth? Yeah, we'll be back January thirteenth. Oh my god, we'll be back in twenty nineteen. Bye back in twenty nineteen. Oh shoot. Oh snap. And um I'll, I'll, I'll have seen I will have seen escape room by then, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you will. So we'll be and back that dog, and that, is that dog movie out in January? Oh, like the Homeward Bound weird sequel. <laughs> a dog way, a dog's way home. Yeah, that movie looks like that. so That's, bad. It looks like they're going back to However, remakes and reboots. You know it looks bad, but I didn't know it was from the same people that did like a dog's purpose or whatever the fuck that movie was. And I yeah. actually like that. It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. This kind of reminds me of like Homeward Bound. <laughs> it is. It's just, it's just Homeward Bound. But with one dog. I was looking at the January film calendar for reviews. And I'm like, oh, oh class, I'm like, here oh, we wait, go. So I'm so like, oh, let class. the ship begin. I was like, oh, January is rough. <laughs> I think it's rough. it's rougher this year than most years. I l- I don't even want to see Escape Room, but but there's nothing else to see, <laughs> like, so I guess, I guess I'll see to. Escape Room, and then I probably won't see anything until Glass, unless until I see the Glass comes out. Like I was like looking at that list, and I was like, I don't even know what some of these are. Are they like, like good? And that God, <laughs> and then that Kid King Arthur movie, another King Arthur movie. Oh, I finally saw a trailer for that when we saw Aquaman. I was like, this looks awful. <laughs> yeah, it looks so bad. And then February doesn't look that much great either. Yo, happy death day to you, man. It's good. <laughs> inching closer <laughs> to Captain Marvel. We're just inching closer yeah. to Captain Marvel. And then, watch out for Infinity. Yeah, I know, you're just like, is it March yet? <laughs> watch out for Endgame tickets. Probably go on sale in like the next like month and shit. So, all right. So that wraps it up for this week. Leo, enjoy your trip. Thank you, guys. We'll I see you. I'll survive Utah. We'll see you next month. Uh, and then J- January 13th, we'll be back. Ryan will be joining us. Uh, we will be looking at the 20-year anniversary of what I consider, not my favorite, but the greatest show ever made, The Sopranos. Uh, Jen has a lot of work to do. So I've seen The Sopranos, but I need to rewatch it so I can be up to speed. So yeah, I got I mean, like two weeks to binge all the seasons. Years, so I will have a list of my favorite episodes, my favorite moments. I think we can talk about the end, even though we mentioned that on our endings episode a few months back. Uh, did we like it? And then Ryan will be joining us on that episode. So Happy New Year, everybody, once again. Yeah, and see you in two weeks. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real.